0: shot first, come on, grab your friends, we're gonna talk about Star Wars and stuff, with Connor, O'Lenn and Andrew Roman, the fun will never end, Greeter shot first.
1: Yeah. Damn it! It's fine. It's fine now. Hey, Andrew. Yeah?
0: <laughs> what?
1: what? I don't know yeah. what's so funny.
0: Seriously. Uh... So I got a theory to throw your way. Something that I uh, came across on Reddit the other day. Hit me with it. So you know the Tuscan Raiders that are shooting up the pods, the Pod Racers in the very first, you know, episode, episode one.
1: Know them? They're like family to me.
0: Really? Okay. I mean, well, really. that was a it was a blind twist. Well, the theory <laughs> popped up on uh, on the Reddit. Uh, it said that the Tuscan Raiders at the Pod Race were actually time travelers, and they were trying to kill their version of Kid Hitler. It stopped before. <laughs> Not just killing the men, but the women and the children. Do you agree or disagree?
1: I mean, why not? That's what we're, I say. We're living in times of time travel.
0: Right. I think every major media so far this year has involved time travel in one case or another, or at least some kind of mention of time travel, so who knows? <laughs> but, I don't know. I thought that was kind of a, an interesting theory. But, we should probably ask the rest of the group here, huh? Anybody? Buddy? Buddy? No one? So... <laughs> when you said, hey, did you hear about the Tuscan Raider thing?
2: And I said, no, and you're queuing it up. I was just thinking in my head, what is the most ridiculous thing I could think of? And I was like, what if they're trying to kill Anakin because they're time travelers? Right, right, <laughs> right,
0: exactly. But it just makes perfect sense, right? I like it. I buy it. Oh, oh man, I love it. But... What I love even more is Uta Pute, everybody! Hello and welcome to Garrido Shot First. My name is Connor. I'm Andrew. And we are here to talk Star Wars, all things Star Wars, and anything even friggin' related to Star Wars, I guess. Especially Tusken Raiders. Apparently. Apparently. Hey, we got some guests in today, and not just any guests, we have all the guests we've ever had before, and this is pretty... It's it's,
1: it's true. (laughs) It's true. This is... We're celebrating one year by bringing back every guest that we've
3: had on in the past year. Yes. so There's only three of them.
0: Yes. <laughs> so we, well, obviously, we'll start with the first one, Callie. She's so, okay, appears. there's four of them. I'm four saying. of them now.
3: Special I'm guest star, Callie, the Special. dog.
0: Yeah, she's always
4: she's like bacon. yeah she's she like
1: featuring
3: yeah she yeah she gets at least a feature recurring role movie. yeah
1: yeah but
4: she's the last credit so it's Ann Callie starring <laughs> as <Astology>. Callie <laughs> nobody else gets
0: their character even the title screen <laughs> basically so as besides uh, lovely Callie we also have Steph Roman hello we have Andrew Fia hello and Brandon Carnahan hi so we got the games and that crew we got your sister we got your dog you got me. Somehow, what or a what
3: a in. motley crew, a motley
0: crew, and the reason I started off with the the, the theory today is because uh, that's that's kind of what we're going to talk about today. Uh, the the way we decided that we wanted to kind of celebrate our you know one year of actually you know doing this pod is yes, thank Congratulations. you. Congratulations uh, is maybe just going over you know the new movie coming out at the end of the year and uh, you know just doing what everyone loves doing and just speculating, predicting. You know, theorizing, if you will, and uh, just kind of seeing where it goes. But um, I don't know. I I, uh, I don't know if anyone else has, like, seen the stuff online about it, like all the crazy kooky theories that are out there. Um, you know, stuff like, well, you know, Palpatine's actually, you know, he's been here the whole time, you know, it's, it's actually just been BB-8, you know, or something mm. like that, you know, mm-hmm. or stuff like that. Where it's like that, well, f- that lighter thumbs up was actually a middle finger. <laughs> <laughs> the Millennium Falcon destroyed my home. That's all it is. So, but... That's kind of what we're going to get into today. But before we dive deep into the predictions, we have just one piece of uh, Star Wars news. Yes.
1: I mean, I guess it's kind of one big piece, if you will. Right. Because there's kind of a lot to unpack here. We've learned a lot about Disney Plus in the last week or so. Right. Uh, So they announced the launch schedule, um, which basically only includes one really original show. Which is going to be the Mandalorian? The
0: Mandalorian, of course. From yeah. launch.
1: From launch, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, you know, certainly, there's going to be all kinds of other stuff coming down the pipeline. I think within the first year, they've promised at least three of the Marvel shows. And, mm-hmm. yeah, they've got oh, a, yeah, a Pretty Falcon, extensive the Wanda.
4: They're leaning hard. Marvel's the low in Disney Plus. Yeah, everything that you thought was going to be on the big screen is now just going to go to Disney Plus. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah, I, I mean, know.
1: like it's it's wild to think about, like you know what, like the Marvel Netflix universe was like. And now you're talking about okay, it's going to be Captain America, both flying of them. Ca- yeah, flying Captain America, <laughs> both
4: of them, both post Caps. <laughs> yes,
1: uh, you know, in a TV show together, like that's bonkers. With to me. Baron
0: Zemo coming back, yeah, yeah. that's going to be that's cool. awesome. That was an awesome reveal, right? Too. I'm more curious yeah. to see how like the whole Wandavision thing goes because apparently that's supposed to be like, uh, like multiple, di- like multiple universes, multiverse, if you well, will. Well, that
4: leads into the multiverse of madness. Right, that's what yeah. I've heard.
0: Yeah, that's, what it's, that's what's supposed to happen. But Which is going to be Marvel's first horror film. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. That's nuts to think about. But, I mean, like I said, besides that, um, it, you know, every single movie in the Star Wars catalog will be available at some point. Not all at first. I think the way it's going to work out is it's like, I want to say it's one through six or at least one through eight, maybe? No,
1: it's one through seven plus Rogue One.
0: Right, right, okay. So it's only
1: the most two most recent ones that won't be available.
0: Yeah, so Last Jedi and uh, Solo will still be on Netflix for a bit yes. before that happens. Yeah. yeah,
2: once their contracts run out, I'm sure it'll be right on Disney+. Plus. Yeah, yes.
0: but I mean, also, you get besides The Mandalorian, you've also got The Clone Wars coming there. You've got the entire catalog of Rebels coming there. Um, I mean, just there's, there's a lot of stuff to get into, and the new season of Clone Wars is going to be coming out soon. Yeah,
1: it's supposed to be a year one release anyway. Oh, good god, it's going to be so good. And, uh, that's time. I mean, yeah,
0: yeah, we're going to, have to revi like revise our lists. I know. <laughs> <laughs> totally redo the whole thing. Yep. Uh, but uh, I don't know, that I always held that up as one of our, you know, one of our best early episodes, was because it was just like it was like. One of those things where we were able to like dissect it perfectly and just be like, we, we you could tell that we actually like paid attention to the show. It's not like, ah, hey, George Binks, you know, whatever. It's like, you actually saw the detail that the characters, you know, brought to the show and everything like that, and it made Anakin that much more of a likable character than you know they never showed into the show. And I don't know, I'm excited to see how it comes out.
1: Well, I completely agree. I, I can't wait for Disney+. Plus. I believe that was like our fifth episode or something like that. So If you want to go in the Wayback Machine and check out our opinion <laughs> on the Clone Wars. Um, yeah, but so in addition to that, so I don't know if this is truly a reliable source. I just saw it on Star Wars, uh, Star Wars Leaks Reddit and added it. Uh, but so there is somebody with some loose Disney connections who said that he does believe at, at least at first the Mandalorian will be released weekly. Right, right. As opposed to all at once. That's interesting. That yeah, is I th- an
3: interesting choice. that, that makes is...
4: sense because they're trying to fill the void of content. Yeah, they want still stretch it out. Yeah. yeah. Wow, that's gonna be
0: torture. Yeah. yeah. It is gonna suck, but I I mean I was
4: thinking well, about how this how long is
3: it supposed to be? Ten episodes? Uh eight, eight episodes. Eight.
0: Eight hour long episodes? I yes. think so, yeah. Which I mean, that's that's good in its own right. Good, but like, so Game what is Thrones. that like eight
1: hours ish? Yeah. <laughs> Just yeah, yeah. So you might say that,
0: <laughs> but I like. I mean, I, I do like the fact that it's going to be spaced out because it, it 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 throws back to that whole thing of like, what you know, once you get and that cliffhanger ending,
3: you'll sub for at least two months to Disney Plus to see what happens. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right?
4: right. Oh, yeah. Oh wow,
2: that's smart. I didn't think of it that way, Steph. So. <laughs> But I think the, the big advantage to that is like one, it's like you have something to look forward to on a weekly basis. Right. I think mm-hmm. a lot a lot of people coming off of Game of Thrones, they really don't have anything. Yeah, right. And that's gonna be one of the first things that kinda of fill that yep. void. Yes. Plus, kinda of to that same end with Game of Thrones is it's it's really fun to be kind of part of that zeitgeist where, you know, you're dissecting the episode on a week to week basis, you know everybody is roughly yeah. around the same point that you are versus right. you know, you might be taking it.
3: Like I still one haven't watched a
1: Stranger Things three right.
0: yet, yeah. <laughs> right. So yeah, yeah. No, uh, I know. <laughs> we're like six we're like six, out, six out of eight in, so don't yeah.
1: feel bad. And like, I mean, I will be the first to admit, I'm really not like a big, um, like binging person. Like I I tap out after about two or three hours of oh, yeah. watching. Yeah. Like so so it kind of bothers me when it's like oh here's somebody who sat through all eight episodes of Stranger Things or whatever. I just in one sitting. I, I feel
2: I think like we did it over like the course of like maybe two weeks, and that seemed like a pretty good
1: that's
0: a, the that's a way you kind of want to do something like yeah. that because it's like I cannot I I don't I don't understand people who are able to do that kind of thing where they're able to watch like a whole season of a show in one day because like as you know I the only time I ever did that it was because I was just I was in a breakup and I was like I've got nothing else to do so yeah. I might as well and it was actually ironically enough it was Game of Thrones that I watched <laughs> one day but still like you know like nowadays it's like I can't you can't put yourself through I that. I had
3: that kind of time on It's like, hands all right, I watch
0: it, but yeah. like, I, I have
3: Years, other things yeah. to do. Yeah, I think yeah. series
2: in progress are, are also hard to binge, for me at least, because I know eventually I'm going to hit that wall yeah. And yeah. one more, and who knows how long I'll be waiting. And you're going to
3: be waiting. Yeah. Yeah. The big
4: factor is that it's not just something you put on in the background because you want to pay attention to it. Correct. You want to be actively listening and watching, so it's not just let's throw on The Office, let's right. throw on yeah. whatever, and just have it on in the background while we on our phones mm-hmm. or other things is like yeah. you're going to have my full attention for an hour plus mm-hmm. go for it
1: yeah well that's exactly true it's like i mean how many times have i, have I watched watched the office quote unquote right. like by not watching a single minute of an episode <laughs> and just staring at my phone or you know putzing on reading a book or like doing something else sure playing on my desktop or whatever and it's just like yeah, that's great. I love that. Yeah, but I'm not. Su- yeah, but that's like, just white noise at that point. Right. Basically. But when it's a show that I'm actually attuned to, like, yeah, I'm going to commit like all of my attention to it. Right.
0: Yeah, yeah. We get into it, but still, uh, I mean, it's it's going to be exciting to see how it comes down the line. And uh, I think just today they announced the like the big bundle. Disney Plus as well. Yeah. Uh, So you're going to be able to get Disney Plus, Hulu, and ESPN for like a nice little sum, I think, which is actually, what is it?
1: The The Ocho. Ocho. Today's Ocho. The Ocho. Plus the Ocho.
0: (laughs) Uh, You can get it for uh, a what uh, like it's cheaper than a Netflix subscription right now? I think is what they said it's going to be. Well, yeah. So I can and, attest. Yeah, and a lot of people. <laughs> I've like,
1: complained on this podcast not that long ago. About right. Yeah. It. I hate the cost of Netflix at this point. Yeah,
3: But I don't think that cover this price covers like multiple screens or anything. No, it doesn't. But... That's what like my friends and I are planning to do is share. So, but we don't know if that's going to be the price for.
1: <laughs> yeah, for a sharing plan or not
3: one screen, but or... like.
1: I mean, but presumably they're still going to offer the other options as well. Uh, Like, I think the the nice throw in for me here is ESPN Plus uh, because like I can tune into out of market hockey games. like all kinds of bizarre sports that I would be interested in. But yeah, maybe, yeah. Uh, well, we, yeah. we, so we recently
4: moved into a new house and we got rid of our cable. We were like, that's it. We're not getting cable anymore. We're just going to go internet. And boy, did Verizon try to cling onto that and be like, yeah, but you're going to want cable. And I'm like, I'm not, the only thing I'm going to want is the live sports. So if you're throwing an ESPN Plus with a Disney Plus subscription, which I was already reluctant to do, but I knew I was going to have to because mm-hmm. I'm not going to be able to see this content otherwise right. at my own leisure. Yeah. Uh, so I was just like, okay, then that's, that's totally fine.
0: It's like you, every time you want to watch a game, you don't want to have to go to a bar to right. actually see it or something like that. So that actually makes a lot of sense. And, I mean, I think everyone's going that same route nowadays where it's just like just get rid of cable and, like, I mean, I had maybe one or two shows where it's like, we, we got to keep cable, we got to keep cable. And now we have like the fire stick. So, I mean, I have my local news, so I'm able yeah. to watch, you know, morning news and that's all I want. But, you know, I mean, people have their alternatives and, I mean, Disney knows what, how to make money. We already have established right. this, so yeah. it's, it's, not gonna be, it's not hard for them to figure out what's going to be the best for everybody. Are
1: already the most uh, money earned in a single year and by any production studio. And, and it's, it's still, now August. <laughs> yeah, it's only now August. And
4: they yeah. own, what, a third of the market? <laughs> basically, <laughs> yeah, like roughly, the media yeah. market right now? Yeah. yeah.
0: So it's incredible.
3: Disney's too strong.
4: Plus <laughs> I think I just read this morning totally off topic, but I think I read this morning that the latest X-Men film, the Phoenix Swarm, right. that they had lost like a hundred and seventy million
1: dollars. It got crushed like it Yeah, lost. yeah.
0: And it was like mm-hmm. that was like the like the last that was like the last thing
4: Fox was just like clinging on to so hard. Yeah, they axed everything except for like maybe two or three yeah, But then the they movies. announced Andy Circus doing the sequel Venom to the too. Venom
1: movie. Yeah. What? But that's in conjunction with Sony, not Fox. Right. So, yeah.
0: so oh, it, that is you're right. That is Sony it, property. It, I mean, it's crazy to think how split up. Uh, you know, Marvel still is mm-hmm. because you think like, oh man, it's all in one spot. Yeah, they're doing so great. But then you think, yeah, right. Not, they don't have Fantastic Four anymore. And they don't have. Yeah. Well, now they do. No, but yeah. But him. still, like, it's just hard to think to, like, oh yeah, there are other movies that came out in the time that was the phases one through three of the MCU. But just think at a time when Marvel had
4: everything to its name they were like on the cusp of just like failing and filing bankruptcy they sold off all of their entities to any highest bidding studio they held on to like your core four people and then they're like yeah well here's what we'll do if it works out we'll just buy everything back well lo and behold it's 2019 and <laughs> yeah. we're like halfway there back, yeah. it's yeah. just
0: crazy
1: yeah i i There's a number that I saw once upon a time, and I I don't know how valid this is, but it was, like, in 1996, which I believe is when they sold off Spider-Man and Fantastic Mm -hmm. Four and X-Men, the company was worth a total of $25 million. Wow. We could have
0: scrounged together,
4: too. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah.
0: Why didn't we do that? In, like, today's terms, that's chump change.
1: Yeah. And and now it's, I mean, Marvel Studios alone has grossed over $4 billion. That's incredible. Or, no, $20 billion. They paid Disney paid four billion dollars to acquire it.
0: Yeah, you four you billion like, seems to be their go-to. Sorry. Oh no, go ahead. I was gonna say because I think that's exactly what they paid for start, Lucas. Yeah, yeah. yeah, well, for Lucas, like, this is our offer: four million or four billion, no more, no less. Just this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay.
1: Credits will it's like, do fine. <laughs> no, that's basically what they said. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, well, Okay. If it's for the kids. Well, to pay. Well, yeah. And then apparently, George Lucas. Every time I try to actually be mad at him, it's like, oh yeah, you know he gave like three billion of that to charity. Yeah, right? Right, he donated right, most right. of
3: it. Yeah.
1: Good You're so good George.
0: on him.
3: Because I mean, yeah. he, he also he's... gets
0: most of his money from the action figures. Too. Yeah. Well, yeah, he still oh, yeah. has those. Rates. <laughs> Dude, yeah. He's still cashing Kenner checks. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Are you yeah. kidding <laughs> me? <laughs> like how? What about any five million? Go into the drawer. Take another one. <laughs> so that's, I think, enough on uh, the whole Hulu Disney Plus business. I think yes. it's pretty much well established what's going on with that. Yeah, we're all going to pay for it yeah, reluctantly. Everybody's yeah, going to get it. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm going to enjoy it regardless. I'm going to enjoy all the content that comes with it because it's all the, like I said, all the Marvel, all the Star Wars, all the ESPN. Yeah. I want National Geographic, but that's just me. Uh, <laughs> so as I was saying before, we're, gonna, we're actually doing uh, predictions, theories, thoughts, opinions, whatever you kind of want to call it. And uh, we're going to do questions and go around what we have here mm-hmm. as a panel. Uh, and Andrew, uh, you've nominated yourself to uh, moderate Yes. this panel. Yes.
1: Yeah, so so I'm the, gonna, where's the theme at? Match. Did you yeah.
4: guys know that panel is French for questions? Really? No, I made
1: that. Up. Okay. <laughs> uh, I don't believe that's true. It's pronounced penu. 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 Now penu. it's now it's true. Now it's completely now it's factual. Completely
3: valid. That sounds very convincing. <laughs> yes.
1: Yeah, so we're gonna kinda do this in a little bit of a panel style. Hopefully, uh, you know, so it'll kinda be like, you know, everybody gets their turn to talk, can can add their thoughts and feelings, however, you know, however many f- they may have and you know, I'll I'll just kinda touch on anything that, you know, doesn't get answered by the end.
0: Yeah, and I mean I I think it's goes without saying that like the wilder the rumor, I mean it's the better. You yeah. know, it it doesn't have to be solidified and concrete. It's not like we're gonna hold on to these predictions till the end of the year. I think it's more or less just a you know, bring each other's thoughts to the forefront. of something you've never thought of that I would have thought of, or something like that, mm-hmm. or vice versa, I'm more or less just excited to hear what everyone has to say.
1: Yeah, I, I kind of agree. You know, this is just kind of our chance to to all sit here and kind of just talk about our fan canon. Yeah. As much as anything like I I mean, in many ways, like I hope we're not right. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, like, I, I'm not saying that I don't value what all of you are yeah. about to say and whatever. But
0: <laughs> I was thinking about that today because I've been getting back real quickly to, you know, talking about Marvel and everything like that. That was fun to speculate about that and being like this person's going to be in that movie or whatever. But mm-hmm. it's like with Star Wars, I've never really done the prediction thing because I'm just like. Well, I mean, I guess it also like goes into you know reading all the novels and everything like that, where it's like you have so much information in you already that it's like, well, I can kind of fit the gaps, but I don't know if this is like viable or not. So, but yeah. I, that's like I said. Without further ado, I'm excited to hear about this, Andrew. Uh, will shall you penya us? Is that how you said it? Penya, penya, pen-yo. 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 Uh Take it away. <laughs>
1: First question, and I guess I will start this one with Connor because that kind of puts us in a clockwise direction. Wee mm-hmm. wee. Oui, oui. uh, the first question is Will we learn the quote unquote truth, the capital T truth if you're a philosophy major, about Ray's parentage in episode nine?
0: Part of me wants to say no, but I almost feel like from everything I've heard, they are going to wreck on it. Uh, basically, because like everyone's just out there saying that like J. J. Abrams has essentially taken what Ryan Johnson has done with the Last Jedi and flipped it on its head. Like anything that Ryan Johnson stated as fact in his movie has now, in a sense, been like retconned by J. J. Abrams. So like everything that's happened, like for all we know, Holdo actually is still alive. Like the whole Suicide Run didn't do didn't do anything for her or something. But like in that a way would be of a major like major disappointment. I know. I know. <laughs> Play but egregious. like, uh, well, yeah. It turns out that like, Haldo uh, is actually the new Zuri character or whatever. Like, that's why she's wearing the mask. Her <laughs> ship actually continued <laughs> through the destroyer <laughs>
4: yeah. and went to a, like a paradise planet. It did, it went back it in science.
0: time. No, right, <laughs> sorry. Uh, but all I'm getting at is like,
3: no, it just warped through space. Well, it's well,
1: so pseudo motion. It's pseudo it's it's reality between realities. Right, just
0: a flicker of pseudo motion. Yeah, and the was body gone. wasn't found, so. She can't be down.
3: So yeah, uh, not not on screen death, not dead. Right, right.
0: Yeah, but anyways, like I like I said, it's I feel like it's it's really got to be done because I mean it, it was it was kind of a I think for a lot of people that was one of the biggest letdowns of the Last Jedi I was just hearing that like her parents were well nothing. they teased
4: it for the whole first and second act
0: right well they te- yeah they teased the heck out yeah, of it and, and her and, whole sequence in the
4: cave right that's the whole point of that whole sequence and then for uh Ray, or for Kylo to just come out and be like, well, oh, there were no buddies.
0: There were Trunk drunks. Or, uh, Sold you out for drinking buddy. money. <laughs> or something.
4: Adam Driver?
0: Did you did you watch <laughs> that when before did you came get out, out of here, <laughs>
4: Adam? We didn't invite you to this podcast.
1: I <laughs> hope you're not expecting to be paid. <laughs> Alright. Oh God. Oh no, no the, that was Matt. Sorry guys. <laughs> <laughs> the radar technician?
0: Uh that's my that's my two cents on that.
1: Fair enough. Stephanie?
3: Yeah, so yeah. I think I mean I'm I'm generally inclined to agree with Connor. Uh I, I think the bold thing to do would be to leave it as it is and and let what Ryan Johnson wrote stay. But I don't I don't think that is it's clean enough for Star Wars. It's it's
0: it's not Star yeah, Wars is about not,
3: tying up your loose ends that's and yeah. making a everything story. with a bow and light and dark and good and evil are two sides of a coin there's no real gray areas that's true so i think i think jj is gonna take the safe route and and retcon it and i think ray is gonna be a skywalker right i i think
0: oh so you're even choosing the family
3: i i i think it's it would be silly You know, and I think that also ties into the title of of the movie. And I I don't, you know, maybe they're making it obvious on purpose so that they can defy these expectations. But I'm kind of of the opinion that I I would prefer it to stay the way it is, and that yeah, it's fine. It's fine for a Jedi to come out of nothing, but with, with. I mean, with with JJ's track record, I don't trust. I, I think he, it's gonna.
0: He's gonna flip it on your head. It's
3: gonna be like, yeah, actually, she was Luke Skywalker's daughter, or she's actually, you know, Leia and Han's daughter, and they just decided to keep it a secret because of the whole twin thing regarding Luke and Leia. Like, they don't want to repeat that. That's why the
1: Falcon was on Jakku.
3: Right, there's so like there's so many there's so many little plot threads you could pick up and use to support that argument, and it's like I we could sit here and pick out all of them, but I it, think I think it's gonna be like a nice, neat little bow on the Ray storyline, and we're gonna get a decisive answer, and all the kids are gonna be happy, and everybody's gonna be able to look forward to it. And-
0: How would you feel about it if it turned out that she was? actually
3: a skywalker. If she's actually a skywalker, I mean like sure, that's great. Awesome. Good for her. But it's like I mean you're you're giving the hero a hero's background and and I think it would help for everything kind of building up her character. I, I think it it would just be too gray area if they don't kind of give her, like, yeah, yeah. a Skywalker lineage I, or, I something like or, that kind of, or Jedi lineage or something, you know?
1: I feel like this opens the, the Pandora's box of, like, why I hate the prequels. Oh, no. <laughs> because it's just, like, you know, Star Wars in and of itself. Or she was know, conceived
3: oh. of the Force, well, well, right? Yeah, not, like, not are that, we going yeah, into no, that territory? Oh, please,
2: no. <laughs> um, I don't think anything is really
0: off the table at this point. Well, yeah. yeah. But, sure. Uh, we started but off about just, killing Kid Hitler, the Tuscan Raiders. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. But I guess, but that's kind of the point that I'm getting at is that like clearly, you know, the whole Skywalker lineage, starting with Anakin at least, is mm-hmm. like this lineage of destiny. And I feel like that kind of serves a negative purpose in terms of like, well, we're not you know, there's like heroes are born, they're not made.
3: Right. Yeah. yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: they're one to bring balance and all that jazz. No. Yeah. I like
3: it. Right, and we have have we really seen that from any current you know era character yet? I think I mean it's Ray. Yeah, it's gonna be Ray. It, it's you definitely know.
0: not Poe or Finn. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> as
3: much as I would love it to be, I know Finn, <laughs> Finn was my hero, but you know.
0: <laughs> I just wish he had a bigger role in the second in the last. Yeah, Jedi. it just yeah wasn't eight, what you eight wanted it did to him
3: be. dirty, but I think I think uh, again J J is gonna go in and retcon everything and and try to. He's gonna be like, "This is how it should have been written," and I'm gonna. He do actually it. works for. How I'm it gonna do it ended. better, even <laughs> though I ended up really liking eight for the most part. But
4: yeah, yes. Andrew. Um, so, I think it's pretty obvious that she's, like you said, she's born into it. She's she doesn't just become a Jedi by chance or by you know you are picked to be one. I I don't think it's gonna be that outwardly complicated how they explain it i think it's going to be um i think the way that they delve into her lineage is going to be that you know kylo is talking about her her guardians more so than her parents the people that she was raised by not necessarily the people that she was born, born to too mm-hmm. mm. so i think that's how they're going to get around it and maybe kylo is like because we know that he's kind of unstable with the force he gets it but he doesn't really know how to control it but he also doesn't know how to overly utilize it so I think even if he had the ability to know that Rey's parents her her biological parents were, were nobodies as he says um, he could just be looking at a past that is the one that, that she knows on Jakku not one that she was born into into some other lineage sure. I think they're going to tease the fact that she's a Skywalker and I don't think she is I think mm. they're going to find a way to cuz we know that not all
0: jedis are skywalkers. No. But all skywalkers <laughs> yeah. are jedis. Well, yeah. all right. To that to that end, your your rectangle argument. <laughs> no, yeah, I was going <laughs> to say like I, I know that Andrew would know this. Uh, I don't know if you've known this. Do you have you read the new Thron books yet?
3: Not the new one.
0: The, there's it's, it's a small part. I'm not really ruining anything, but like the the female navigators that the Chiss use. Are called Skywalkers,
5: mm-hmm.
0: and I, I mean, I think half of it was played for like, ha, 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 you know, like, oh, sure. it's Skywalker. But I think the other side of it is people are thinking this is the introduction to the Chiss into the Star Wars galaxy or something like that. Which that would be an interesting way of bringing them in. And as much as I think we'd I love would, to see it,
3: I would be all on board with that. But oh, I, yeah. I think they're gonna stay in Rubbles and that's
0: yeah, <laughs> <sighs> kills me. Yeah, it's they're be
3: they're the, always gonna be expanded universe. I they're know, never gonna be I in the know. focus.
4: Hmm. Yeah. Every side. <laughs> yeah, her parents were definitely people that were important. I, I don't know who though. And, and full disclosure, I'm probably the least qualified person at this table <laughs> to speculate about Star Wars stuff.
0: So you're here for, man. Yeah, good. but
4: <laughs> I, I just you know, I it, treat me like somebody looking in on the outside of something that they like, but they're not necessarily overtly knowledgeable or passionate about. And I think, I think, um, it, I think it's obvious that Ray is a Jedi and she is descendant of some other Jedi and that it's going to be that that's going to be the easy cleanup. And I think people will scoff at that, but at the same time you're getting the answer that you want. It, who cares what the question is? Right. Yes.
3: Yeah.
0: And I think it also goes into just what made the last Jedi such like a, you know, just a hated film for a lot of people mm-hmm. was the fact that like everyone had these predictions lined up right. and ready to go and just be right but what frustrates me is the last thing
4: that Ryan Johnson left people with was that oh there's other force sensitive ones out there it's just yeah. it can just be anybody it can yeah. be a kid picking up a broomstick even yeah. though it's a ma- it looks like a magic trick yeah, like I mean, and like how oh do boy. you is that are they going to just outwardly like put that away like within the first five ten minutes of the right. film and just be like because that it, it makes being a Jedi less important to just be like oh yeah anybody could be a Jedi whatever it's yeah. just a matter of how you use it
1: I, I recently watched finally um, Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse mm. uh, so good since we were talking about Netflix earlier, it's like so one of like the, the reasons yeah, it why keeps I I like, am oh, so happy this is here." Right. Um, Emily was out of town, and I was like, "I am definitely putting this in <laughs> so she can't judge me. While you got your I'm...
0: jammies on, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, you know. But I think w- there is such a huge theme in that storyline that you know, personally to me, I think should be an underlying principle in Star Wars that you know, a hero like anybody can be a hero. Uh, you know, that yeah. you don't have to be highborn, lowborn. Whatever but you also the case don't have be. to be
4: a Jedi to be a hero, right? Yes. Right. And that's where your Han Solos and your Poe Dameron's and your Finns that's come where in, your
0: rogue
3: like, characters come Char- in, yeah.
1: Of- yeah, yeah. And- <laughs> and- <laughs> what did you say? said <laughs> a Jar-Jar. You mean Darth,
0: Binks. Darth? Yeah, Darth Binks. I'm sorry, <laughs> but you're right. I don't know. I, I, the way I kind of always looked at the little kid at the end was just like, I mean, it. The, I mean, Jedi can literally come from anywhere. Basically it's not it's genetic. genetic, yeah, yeah it never was genetic, generation. but it but, I mean, can be, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, it doesn't help that, like, the fact that, like, they're all celibate to begin with. It's yeah. not like there's a and great even, lineage Yeah, like I that. mean,
3: much as we, you know, dislike the, you know, prequel trilogy, <laughs> yeah. it kind of goes over a lot of, like, how Jedi are selected and, and what their no yeah, and requirements are, and, like, yeah. that they, I mean, they're... They're, they're pulled from their families as yet. babies, basically, in yep. order to go into to training. Them. I yeah, them. and then they're celibate for the yeah. rest of their lives. So, and even
1: even like in the old expanded universe, the Legends canon, like mm-hmm. when Luke refounds the Jedi Order, and and nobody at that time knew that Jedi were supposed to be like these celibate monks, basically. Yeah, everyone. Um, got everybody got married and, yeah, and had yeah. kids, and, and, and then the it created,
3: order. yeah, it created dynasties. Of yeah. Jedi. Yeah. But there so were also like,
1: certain families that were like, oh, yeah, my like I'm a Jedi, my wife's a Jedi, and my children, my child is not.
3: One is, one isn't, yeah. or yeah, something like that. You gotta imagine <clears> using
0: <throat> the force in the bedroom. It's gotta be weird. <laughs> it's gotta be weird.
1: Whew. All right, Brandon.
0: <laughs> how do right. you use the force in the bedroom? <laughs> well, you we see. It's like, how would you know we call it that?
4: It's like that scene from Ghostbusters. (laughs) (laughs) Debt Marion. All right. All
2: right. Um, So I want to start off here. I got I pulled a quote up from uh, JJ from an interview. Nice. Tying into his thoughts on on the, the
0: reveal. I dig your uh, your yeah. bibliographical. You did you know, say
1: that you had done a lot of research on this so too. Like you're research. like you're that's like a teacher, which so, so this makes sense. And I had like, to
2: flex my teacher muscle; it's yeah. been dormant for you yeah. know, two months now. So <laughs>
0: it annotated big bibliography yeah. over there. Okay. <laughs>
2: All right. So the quote, and this is from J.J. Abrams once again. He says, "I will say that we knew going into this, this being episode Boop. nine, um, that this movie had to be a satisfying conclusion, and we're well aware that Ray's parentage is one of the things that's sort of been out there." I don't want to say what happens yet in episode 9. Darn. I don't want to say what happens, sorry, in episode 8. Uh, you know, we've honored that. But I will say that there's more to the story than you've seen.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. Um,
2: so, taking that into consideration, I kind of think that the way that this is going to play out is going to be along the same lines as in A New Hope when Obi-Wan says that Darth Vader killed your father.
1: It's true. Right. From a certain, a certain point, point of view. view. I actually
2: have that in my notes. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Um, but I think ultimately that's how it's going to play out. I, I, that you know, So we're still kind of keeping with that trope of the villain always telling the truth. It doesn't make him a liar. Um, but it also doesn't completely negate what Ryan Johnson had set up. Right. It still kind of keeps the ball rolling for something a little more gives, satisfying. Gives for room
3: for people. a new little twist here. Right,
2: yeah. Um, I hope that she's not a Skywalker. I think that's just... Far too neat. It's safe. so
3: safe. That's it's why I think, way yeah, way too safe.
2: Which means that it's highly likely <laughs> um, it's Disney. But then, like, kind of thinking back on that, if she if she is related to any of the main characters, as you know, their her their spawn, like that kind of makes all of our heroes with, like ju- uh, like dirtbags basically because they're leaving abandoned her? her, yeah. Unless they have like some really really compelling reason, which like
0: uh,
3: who knows?
0: But yeah, maybe they're like. So if you think it was, like, a Skywalker, if it was legitimately uh, Luke's daughter or something like that, like, maybe there is a re- – Well, so to that, Carrie uh, Russell uh, said in, like, an interview or something like that about, like, there was, she actually had a scene with Mark Hamill for this new movie. And obviously it's all under wraps. Marriage confirmed. Mary Jade, yeah. We'll see. There you go. I'm not saying so much that they were, you know, they were couples or something like that. But maybe it's a sense of, like, she came to him and said you know this is a force sensitive youngling but at the same time it's like you know we have to keep this one hidden or something like that and so maybe it's one of those things where maybe it is kind of a Luke's daughter but it's like she's the one that was so you know perfect with the force or something like that that she had to keep uh, well, he had to keep her out of, like, Snoke's hands.
3: Yeah, Wait, at I like that. What that if, time. What if she's
0: like
4: descendant that. of, like, a Sith lineage, whereas Kylo was descendant of I think if we're going on that Luke theory, that
3: yeah, right. that it's more... But, of, mm-hmm. but, like, what if she's, like,
4: what if she comes from that lineage and they just kind of offed her onto Jakku because she, like, wasn't taking into the, like, she, yeah, accepting the power good, of being yeah. a Sith. Yeah. Well, there's
0: been rumors that she's going to be, like, Pal's long-lost granddaughter. I was going to say, like,
4: Dooku or somebody, but...
1: Oh, that would, that, be an that would be impressive. Lineage, especially since I mean, they did
2: say that this is
1: supposed to tie yeah the whole story together. All nine episodes, right. yeah. Twice I mean, there was I a, a fairly. I'd be really prominent. into that. Yeah, because I mean, then you'd see. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, I was just gonna say there is like this rumor that was out there, especially after Solo came out, mm-hmm. um, that like mm. Han had an affair with Kira. Kira, who not that she is a force user or anything, but obviously she is tight, like closely connected to a force user. How do you
0: not have an affair with Amelia Clark?
4: I mean, <laughs> I don't great know. question. He didn't know Good the princess.
1: At the time.
0: <laughs> well, hold on. Do you go for the princess or do you go for the queen? That's what we're you know you're really asking. That's, that's the choice you have. But if Mother you're Han, it,
4: it, What you get is what you get. Yeah, so. yeah that's true.
2: <laughs> See, I would be okay with that
4: because Harry. She like I feel like that's
2: that's still like somewhat in line with Han's character. Like yeah, it's not. I'm I'm not. I don't have to really suspend my disbelief. That he would do something like that because obviously something happened. Between
1: Plus, he's the two dead; of he them.
4: can't defend himself. So. Yeah. True.
1: <laughs> as long as you like dismiss like the Republican Han from Return of the Jedi, yeah, who's like all goody two shoes and just mm. cracking wise the whole time. Yeah. Well, it's just like uh, it. Uh, go ahead. I, I was... Collecting
0: my thoughts. So, no, yeah, uh, well, really it, it, this goes back to what I was saying is like you get so much information from like these novels and everything like that. Because, like, since I mean, since the new movies started coming out, they've been, you know, producing the new canon and everything like that. So they're trying to fill in all these gaps. But, like, the thir- it's a 30 year gap that they have to fill up. Mm-hmm. And one of the books they had come out was Bloodlines. And, like, one of the things they actually approached was, like, Leia still works for the Senate. Like, she still works for the Senate in a, you know, a smaller like, capacity than she used to, usually did. And Han isn't with her, but it's not like they are, you know, broken up. He's literally just off doing, you know, work on the Han's. other side of the galaxy. Han's. Yeah, yeah. So, and then, like, Chewie's living on Kashyyyk and stuff like that. But it's still, like, they were never the typical married couple. Like, they never were They were never going to do... Chewie? No, <laughs> yes, <laughs> they were never going to do what they did in Legends and like have an apartment on Coruscant like and stuff like partnership that. <laughs> right. So, but I don't know. It, it, it's it, you have to wonder why they hadn't seen each other for so long in like you know The Force Awakens when they first see each other after so long. It's like sure. what actually drove them apart, and it was not just looking for the Falcon. Like there's something else that had to be there. But I don't know.
1: Yeah, no, I, I kind of agree with all of that. I to touch on one point. I have heard rumors that like Zori's, some of Zori's scenes might not be shot in current time mm. that has been rumored. Time, travel, time,
0: travel,
4: time, time,
1: travel, time, time <laughs> travel. Time, <laughs> travel. Uh, Wait, I'm not that? going that far, but like to go Flashbacks. to your point about like, yeah, maybe it could be a flashback Flashbacks. about, uh, you know, about Ray's heritage. Yeah, I mean, certainly like, I mean, there is a, there's a Star Wars female look Mm-hmm. Like in terms of what Carrie Fisher looks like, the, mm-hmm. what Natalie Portman looks like, what mm-hmm. Daisy Ridley looks mm-hmm. like, and guess what? Carrie Russell looks exactly the same. So,
0: oh no, though <laughs> that's going to be interesting. She's uh, gathering
2: these the six Kyber crystals that are very special. <laughs> when you put them together in one
1: lightsaber,
0: <laughs> it's a flashlight. Thirty-three it's, million to go. Yeah, <laughs> whatever.
1: I, the only the last comment I'll make on this, and then we'll move on to our next question. There is this kind of like old Hollywood trope that. Villains always tell the truth, mm-hmm. and so that's the only reason why I kind of think that the that it might just be left as it is.
0: Well, you think, um, like he, you think
1: like think about like Thanos for instance, right? Like he tells zero lies in the entire story. I never taught you to lie. Entire. My yeah. father
4: is many things. A, A liar is not, not one. one of them. <laughs>
1: Um, so that would be the, the only reason why, you know, maybe there's something there that, that he's kind of being somewhat truthful.
0: Oh, I, I could see that. I Maybe mean, yeah, you, know, you never know. Maybe like you know, Luke needed the money, or something like that. <laughs> oh but, my so god! So here's I would. Say. He needed to start up sound somehow. But yeah,
3: I, yeah, I mean, Luke yeah, needed the money. how how trustworthy he can is Kylo past Ren? Like walk any
0: cantina and just like force
4: pull coins into his pocket. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the chit I way. I'm sorry, Steph. I cut you off. <laughs> no, you
3: I, there wasn't. I wasn't really gonna go too much further into that. But it's yeah. also like, yeah, how how much do you really trust Kylo Ren as a As an information,
1: well, that's I mean that's why I love Kylo as a character.
3: I love him. I love him. Yeah, I do.
1: You know, I think he is kind of a taste breaking (laughs) type of villain. Yeah, Um, which actually I think is a great segue. And mm -hmm. so we'll just go right into the next question, which is: Will or even can Kylo Ren be saved, or even may? Mm. (laughs) <laughs> that doesn't really fit in there, does it? We'll start with you this time, Steph.
3: Oh sure. Go well, ahead. okay. Um, I haven't really put too much thought on where I think Kylo Ren is going to end up, but I guess the fangirl in my heart will always want him to be the like the new canon Darth Revan. Mm. So, because I mean, the visual similarities and the Knights of Ren thing was yeah. all all planned from oh, the yeah. start. So, like canonically. Revan turned back to the light side. Um, though I think the better story was always that he re-embraced like the dark side. The Sith and like <laughs> led a new <laughs> Sith Empire again. But either way, I think I think again in lines with Star Wars, like, yeah, the safe answer is gonna be let's let's redeem Kylo Ren. But I think I think that just like Vader, it's gonna be like a, I'm gonna redeem myself, but I'm going to die you're going doing to so. Going to
1: die doing it. Yeah. yeah. Doing, well, that because I
3: mean. It mean it's cyclical again, and yeah. it's I think that's that would be a fitting end, and I wouldn't be like, oh man, they copied Episode five or four <laughs> again, like.
1: Like,
0: yeah, if you really look at it from brass tax, they just like, copied
3: the, what they've already written. I would, I mean, I'd be fine with it well, uh, personally.
0: That kind of goes into the whole idea of like people say, like, okay, well, Force Awakens was nothing but a New Hope copycat, exactly, and Last Jedi was an and Empire copycat. So yeah, so Ewoks are definitely gonna coming be, back. <laughs>
3: There's going to be Ewoks. I
0: could not be any
4: happier. And
3: it's I've given my theory on that exactly, <laughs> like. <laughs> Well, episode
4: six, so. The Ewoks are now fully grown Wookiees. Oh my <laughs> <That's right>. god. <laughs> <And they're
3: laughs> because
1: they were just irradiated <laughs> right. by the falling Death Star debris. Oh, <laughs> <Right. laughs>
0: well, yeah, they make Chewie look like a, like a Chew toy. Let's put it that way. Well, uh, uh, hmm. I don't know. I, I don't know if I want him to be redeemed because, like, it's like just the way he kind of approached himself in The Last Jedi. Like, mm-hmm. there was a point where I was like. Yes, this he's is it. he's doing it. This he, is it. It was him. very
3: convincing. I felt that's what
0: I'm saying. Like it was like he's finally getting rid, like ready to just join the good guys. Yeah, and he's like, no, you're still holding off. So,
3: he's so doubtful, and, and, <sighs> and I mean, I th- I think with how how much sway there has been, and kind of like, will he, won't he, like right. take that plunge and like do the quote unquote right thing? <sighs> I think I think that they've teased it so much, it would be. Kind of unsatisfying, or like again, not the Disney thing. If he doesn't kind of, it depends on how do they something, do
0: right?
3: To to, or even if it's like a noble sacrifice, even if he doesn't like come out and say, oh, I believe in the light side of the force and the Jedi are good, and even if it was like, oh, well, I'm not doing it for the sake of like. My morality—it's like I'm doing something to save Ray or to help save her do something that she needs to do. So yeah. he would first. do it for Ray. He would. He would. I think. You know what? He would do something ju- well, stupid and dumb. I just for
1: finished Ray. um a new dawn. The, <gasps> really? Yeah, like the rebels. High five! Uh, prequel book, <laughs> okay. basically. And it's a real like, high five, folks. It was. <laughs> it was really <laughs> soft because it, our setup is quite elaborate. I'll just say that. Very elaborate. Um, but, but, there's basically this thing where like Kanan basically joins in this adventure just because he's like, yeah, is really hot. Oh know? yeah. Oh <laughs> yeah. No, he's all about that. He's all
0: about that Twi'lek booty. Yeah. He's got to <laughs> so, get at it.
1: And then it, like it takes a long time before he kind of gets to that point of like, no, I'm actually doing this because I'm like, actually I'm a Jedi like, and want I'm to make like, this right. Save and... the and he to universe. Take the yeah.
0: Ghost. Yes, yeah. it's all he wanted. He wanted to just look at that ship. It was such a cool ship. <laughs> it is really more about like getting her into the ship with himself, showing mm-hmm. yes. off his goatee. That's right. All right. Andrew,
1: <laughs> thoughts on Kylo?
0: So first, before I get into Kylo, I just thoughts
4: on the Last Jedi because we've mentioned it a couple times and Steph, you brought up. You know, the way that they re- the way that they wrote Kylo and his intentions in the Last Jedi makes me feel X makes me want makes me want Y to happen. Right. Yeah. I have a very hard time. Feeling that way about Last Jedi. And again, I really liked the movie. I enjoyed it. It was fun. But I I get that it wasn't the movie that everybody was expecting. Right. And that's the reason why I have a hard time diving into everything that was set up in that movie. Because... It was like they had the movie written. Of here's what should happen and what everybody expects, and then we're going to take out these four major pieces and then put the complete opposite thing mm-hmm. in them. That's, so it's yeah. the, it's the lead you with breadcrumbs yeah. only to find that you're at the edge of a cliff and they push you off, and then they start leaving you breadcrumbs again.
0: It's I mean it, you could kind of relate it to how people were going about Game of Thrones like before you know, Game of Thrones came to an end, where they were just like, oh, "We got to have Clegane Bowl, you know, "John's got to be on the throne," whatever the you know whatever the case may be. Like their theories they got so much momentum behind them that people took them as fact. Right. And when you actually showed what actually happened, people were pissed yeah. and that's i think that's basically what happened like i well, said it with happens whole... with
4: every major tv series about right. lost mm-hmm. everybody yeah. hated yeah. The, the way the lost <laughs> ended oh, but no. then you <laughs> have little gems like breaking bad that come out and they find a way to literally close every single loop you could even possibly have open at the end of their series and be done with it
0: it's still amazing to think they did that but uh, you're right absolutely <laughs> yeah and
4: they still had the exact same types of gasp aha moments In throughout the entire series, granted, they had a whole series, hours upon hours upon hours, rather than just the two and a half hour saga. Right. But, um, it's, it's, so it's hard to take anything as factual from that movie because there were so many dupes and undercuts and twists and turns that literally nothing's off the table for the last movie.
1: Yeah. That's fair. They, like, they, they were basically so subversive that, like, there's no way to, like, stop from retconning certain events, I would say.
0: Right. You just have to continue to subvert.
1: Yeah. Mm.
0: What if we find out that, like, Maz got Luke's lightsaber from a garage sale? Like, that was the story <laughs> for another time. Like, you honestly could have told Finn that in five seconds. Yeah. It's, like, it's a story for another time. It's like, well, I'm still waiting to hear what happened with that. Yeah. <laughs> right. If they retcon that, where it's like, it was five for a dollar, man, you know. <laughs> I think my biggest
2: problem with this new trilogy is the fact that they've kind of flip flopped between their directors. Mm-hmm. And it's, like you said, they. The ball is already in motion, and it's kind of hard to stop that without upsetting somebody somewhere along the way. Mm-hmm. I think they waited way too long to do what Marvel does and have like a Kevin Feige type
0: character. And I think they just did that in like June. Well, yeah, because it's not because Kathleen. Of the response from the rest right. Of right. I was gonna say yeah. it wasn't the Kathleen Kennedy. It's a it's they actually hired someone of a Paul or not Paul, uh, Kevin Feige like uh, right. They need, they they needed I
2: think. A, probably going into this, they needed someone be, just from the fact that how much stuff they axed from what was it, the EU turning that into Legends. Right, right. And then having, you know, certain things that are canon that aren't canon. They needed one person that would just kind of be like the overseer of all this stuff to kind of just make sure that everything meshes together so that we don't have, you know, yeah. a movie that feels out of place, which I think ultimately having JJ having done seven and now nine. Right. I think that, uh, You get one of these. We're going to have just... Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, Middle middle entry entry is going to feel really out of place with everything. Well,
0: episode nine was originally going to be directed by the guy who did Jurassic World, right? That's Colin Colin Trevorrow. Trevorrow, right. And I think he actually... (laughs) (laughs) I think this is...
1: I mean, I'm not the world's biggest J.J. fan, and I'm happy that J.J. is doing it. As opposed to... Count I would have been happy why. if
4: they were like, we found this kid in fifth grade in Wichita. Uh, we're just going <laughs> to let him do this. I'd be like, thank God. <laughs> as long as it's not the guy that did Jurassic World. Yeah. Um, but to... I'm sorry, I got off track. But to answer my question about Kylo, um, I think, yes, because it's been proven in... If we're using... If we're strictly thinking canon as all nine films... Then we know that Vader has his redemption arc through all the dirty, nasty stuff mm-hmm. he's done. Mm-hmm. I mean he did way worse things than way what Kylo's done. Oh, way yeah. worse than the fact over a much <laughs> And the fact of time. that he gets to show up as a blue ghost at the end of uh Jedi, I mean He does,
0: Yeah. Aiden Christensen does. <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs>
2: if you're
0: paying it's attention just to the actually Christensen. Right. Yeah. I'm talking about the original reel. I know. Smash <laughs> uh, Shaw, my man.
1: So now I'll jump over to you, Brandon.
0: Uh, I'm, I'm going to agree with Andrew here. Um,
2: basically, I mean, if Darth Vader could be redeemed, so can Kylo. Yes. You know, they, they, as far as what they've done, they pale in comparison. So I think he, he summed that up pretty, pretty nicely.
1: <laughs> he did it best off mic, but that's besides the point. Yeah, <laughs> <but yeah. It's... laughs>
2: um, so one of the things we had in our notes here that no one's brought up yet, and I'm just kind of curious to see what everyone thinks. This whole, uh, Kylo Ren is a double agent
5: theory Mm -hmm.
2: so basically the theory is that um, he is a double agent and then I'm just gonna read directly from the notes because it's a good summarization of it Um, he kills Han in order to kind of draw out Palpatine um, with the end goal of taking him out permanently uh, and that's why he destroyed Snoke and the Praetorian guards because he needs the first order in order to complete his mission of ultimately taking down palpatine
0: yeah it's i mean it seems more obvious to be just like a, a power grab like that's i think what it's presented right. as but i mean ultimately that would be the the best double cross where it's like well now i have an army what do you have yeah. especially because it's an army that's made up like firstly and foremost it's made up of remnants of his empire mm-hmm. so i mean that that's might be like you. yeah throw it right back yeah. in his face <laughs> but i don't know and I mean, to go into the whole Sith Trooper thing, I mean, that's I mean, that's going to take its, its own leap of faith on that. But, like, I don't know how the Sith Troopers going to work into this or not, but maybe that's how it goes. Like, the Stormtroopers fight for Kylo and the Sith Troopers fight for Palpatine or something. Yeah, I mean,
1: there's certainly been a lot of allusion to the fact that the Sith Troopers might not be part of the First Order, that they could be, you know, thirds, yeah, exactly, fringes, yeah, of the Empire proper instead of the First Order, um, and that kind of makes sense because, you know, one thing that, that Kylo is obviously very adamant about is that he's not a Sith, uh, you know, and in fact, he doesn't want the Sith, he wants to kill the Sith,
0: he's still holding on, As he, as he says, yeah. you're still and holding then on. Kill
2: Snoke, which is like the most Sith thing you can do. <laughs> right, <Basically, laughs> master. kill your but master yeah, that's, and yeah. take his place. <laughs> <Said Stalin. laughs> Literally
1: take <laughs> his place. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah,
2: I don't. know. I think there's a lot of compelling evidence for it. Um, I think it would be an interesting twist, something on the level of you know, no, I am your father.
4: The only thing I would that, that yeah. the only thing that subverts that theory for me is how passionate. Kylo Ren is, especially in the Last Jedi, just like if you're a double agent, I get you have to like live the part, but he is like outwardly, overtly, and like painstakingly frustrated with himself Mm -hmm. and everything that's happening. That just is just like complete rage inducing, and he he has like the most emotional character arc out of everybody in this new trilogy. It's true, and
1: you really feel all of Star Wars,
4: even that. (laughs) Um, at least the the cinematic Star Wars movies, but the as opposed to the cinematic Star Wars video games. I don't know. <laughs> no, <laughs> I I mean, said you that, could say animated. That was stupid. I mean, they that, the, that too. There were yeah. some animated movies. Thank you, Connor. Uh, well, um, go ahead. Yeah. No, I was just going to say, but just for that reason alone, like he really lets his emotions get the better of him. And I just don't think he has it in him to be smart enough to pull off a ruse like that.
5: Yeah.
2: yeah. I also think that it would probably take up a pretty substantial... Chunk of screen time in order to show all the double crossing and to make it make sense to like just like the general masses, right? Yeah. People like us, I think, could digest it and make sense of it because we're like you know very into Star Tune Wars, into it. Yeah. but I think that like the general audience, like your lowest common denominator, in order to get them to see that and be like, okay, that makes sense, I feel like they would have to go through a lot of exposition to kind of make that obvious and And make it make make sense. Yeah, and
1: they probably have to, like, quite literally, like, revisit a lot from, like, say, The Last Jedi or something like that. And, like, I don't think J.J. has any aspiration of wanting to do that.
4: Basically just using the characters, and that's it. Yeah. So what you're saying is the whole third act is just going to be, like, a Martin Scorsese flashback of how things actually (laughs) happen throughout all So it's not time
2: travel, (laughs) per se,
4: but it's, like, uh, sort of like a... You know, a time heist? A narrative time oh, travel. Okay. <laughs> no, I love that idea. I love that the whole third act would just be, and remember this, and then we watch a 10-minute scene about what actually happened. Wow. Like Luke's getting his medals, but in the background, like... <laughs> Our hair was a lot longer then, or something like that. Yeah, that makes sense. He just <laughs> turns on the Falcon's like holographic
2: projector in the <laughs> and bay and He's pl- like, "Let me play and this it, back for you." Yeah, yeah, and it just plays in like a
1: blue glow for the last thirty minutes. That would be that would be very art flick.
0: What if we started playing that stuff from the holiday special? It's just that <laughs> little green dude jumping around on the hollow chessboard.
1: For <laughs> he's for like, "Oh, sorry, put
4: on the wrong tape." <laughs> well,
5: well, not considering to see that this. they
4: put all their eggs in the basket of a rat saving the world in Endgame, it's I true. could see something. as like overtly small being just as important in this movie. That's fair. That's Maz. That's that's most likely going to be Maz. Had she not bought that lightsaber at that moment at the garage sale, somebody would have come after her and
0: bought it and it would have never been there. She's. I don't even know how many people passed that She was in a storage
4: closet (laughs) and she was like, I can't see and she's like feeling (laughs) around
1: and like, oh, a a (laughs) flashlight.
0: What if it was one of those things where it was like Storage Wars and she just like, that's (laughs) the one that she (laughs) bought. You know, I think there's a moisture evaporator underneath that. Wars? Oh
4: yeah. my god. She has a so uh, nice. land
1: speeder. Like She just has like a very passive connection to Lobot. Oh, that's, yeah. how you,
4: that's how you bring Simon Pegg's character back. <laughs> one I'll give you one, one quarter portion for the storage locker. I one quarter portion, one quarter portion.
1: <laughs> and one I two. will give you one drink <laughs> at my cantina.
0: <laughs> <Ooh>. Salt. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you have the right to place a flag there while you're at it. Here, right. have one of Connor, any uh, additional thoughts? I don't know. I feel like everyone kind of covered it. Um, I, the only thing I could add on to it, if I had to really theorize anything about what was going to happen for this, um, I mean, th- there's no real clear indication on, like, how Palpatine will, you know, eventually come back in this movie. I don't really know what I want. I don't know what I actually want to expect. We can get more into this later. We but I, f- I feel like that, like that will ultimately play into his character more than anything else. Like if he really knows who Palpatine was, like if he really knows that he was Sidious and he really wants to get rid of, uh, you know, the, the Sith and the Jedi, maybe he knows something we don't. And I mean, we know enough about like Sidious in you know, in, you know, in between the movies and everything like, like that, like just how it all comes together that it could like, I mean, Who's all right. This is what I want to say. Who's to say that Kylo can't be redeemed just like his grandfather because he wants to be exactly like Darth Vader.
1: I mean, maybe that's what he's seeking.
0: That's exactly what he's seeking. Mm. He's like, all right, my grandfather did this, that, this, that, and he died this way. So I have to do the exact same thing. Yeah, but his it. uncle is way cooler. <laughs> it's cool.
1: Yeah, exactly. I would rather... Yeah. I'd rather have... A, rather everyone everyone like, wants to be a cool
0: like uncle Luke rather ben. than like yeah. old
1: grandpa. We're
0: yeah. we talking about Uncle Lando. Grandpa's just
1: weird, Man. Uncle Lando.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Un- well, actually, no. According to the no, book, it's he was pronounced Uncle Wanwo because he was a little oh, kid Wan-wo. when he said that. <laughs> uncle Wanwo. And uh, another fun fact. Apparently, uh, Lando gave... Uh, Little Ben a blaster for his first birthday, but it was like an elegant blaster. It was like a
1: it was like a birth present. It was a birth present,
0: yeah. Right. Like oh, we still need a push to... present.
1: <laughs> yes. well, did she push, push
0: out the baby? <laughs> Maybe. You still need to get a, a birth present like... for the baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Congratulations! Oh, it is human. <laughs> but yeah, I mean That's honestly, like yeah. Like I said, I, it's a, it's like everyone else said. I, I'm all Perfect. for it. Like. I I I personally want to see him redeemed because, like I said, he was so close in the Last Jedi mm. that I just felt like he deserved it. And you could see the emotion in his face whenever he was about to take out the bridge, right? Like the bridge of the, uh, the radic uh, the the radish yeah. the radish, and it was like the radish. I was about to say radish. That's Dragon Ball Z. I <laughs> uh, but like I just like you could see like he was conflicted, and he's like, I already lost my father. I don't know if I could do this, and it's like. He, he, he was changing and maybe that was just a big tease. Cause I mean, that, it's starting to sound like that's all of last shit. I was, was like a tease to, to everybody. And then they would just stop tickling after a while. and be like, where'd it go? Mm-hmm. And that's just it. But I don't know. That's, that's my two cents on it.
1: Yeah. No, I, I like that sentiment. I, I I feel like I'm kind of playing this very contrarian role right now. Of course. Um,
3: You're the moderator. Yeah, buddy. I
1: guess that's my job. Moderate. <laughs> I'm not necessarily saying that I do buy into the notion that that Kylo is working as a double agent, that he's intentionally trying to draw out Palpatine. But I do wonder if, like, when he encounters Palpatine, if that will be transformative to him, that he'll kind of realize, like, yeah, this is the dude that screwed up. My grandfather.
4: Mm. What if Palpatine's been controlling Kylo this whole time? Mm. Well, and that's, I mean,
1: that's certainly something that Luke alludes to in Last Jedi is Mm -hmm. that Snoke had already gotten to him. Right. And there's certainly some thoughts that, you know, that Palpatine is kind of like inhabiting Snoke. Or or, something. Or something along those lines, or is somehow influencing Snoke's decision making. Right. So maybe it is Palpatine that kind of has a direct hold on... Like he recognizes the the power of the Skywalker lineage. Mm-hmm. And so he's kind of doing that. And as an act of rebellion or self-sacrifice or whatever the case may be, that's kind of like he Kylo figures it out and is like, I can't let this happen. And, right.
4: Right. and you just said Kylo really doesn't know what's driving him, but he knows what he doesn't want is what the Empire wants. Right. Basically. He wants something totally different, which is why he rebels into but he doesn't necessarily join the light side. He actually asks for Ray's hand and says, Join me. Together we can do this. So that would make sense if Palpatine does have some type of puppeteering control over it to let's gather all the Skywalker lineage people we can. We will be untouchable. Right.
0: Mm-hmm. Could be. I mean, we've also, I mean, like I said, going back to just other media and stuff like that, I mean, especially in EU, we already know that like Palpatine he uses clones and he uses essence transfer and stuff like that. So right. that could even play a part into it. As you were saying that like he was playing through Kylo that mm-hmm. could do some essence transfer to him, you know, when he was younger lad or something like that.
4: But Think who knows about how
0: pissed he'd be if he found out he was a pawn that whole time, And
4: yeah. no thought he oh, had yeah. was his own original yeah. thought. No, exactly. that would be the like, best all acting he wants ever. This, right.
1: k- well, yeah. Like, cause all he wants is to like kind of be the, you know, be this decision maker or like to have the authority that he believes he should have as, you know, a Skywalker heir or whatever. I love that idea. Yeah.
4: It's a little, eh, but I
2: love it. I have a lot to say about this, but it's better tied to uh, one of the later questions. We'll get it. Yeah. We're (laughs)
1: going to get into the palps and Luke of it all in a moment. This one I think is a little bit more of a shorter answer question, I suppose. Uh, so the next question that we have going is, are you worried about the fate of any character in this movie? Oh, yeah. Well, we're going to start with Andrew.
0: Oh. Got <laughs> <laughs> system. The
4: fate of the character I'm most, the character whose fate I'm most worried about is not human. Hmm. And it's not an alien. It's not a species. It doesn't even breathe for the most part. It's the Millennium Falcon.
5: Oh, you know what? That's that's a fair way to put it. it it. It It it. The Millennium Falcon is as much a character. It is
4: the most important character in the Star Wars universe. Yeah. Yeah. Without the Falcon, ninety-nine percent of the shit that happened over all nine movies would not have happened. happened.
0: Also, swear. That's all right. Oh, sorry.
1: Yeah, you I'm can say that. It, I'm just going to let it roll. All right, fair enough.
4: Um,
0: I get called out for it. so
1: No, I did hear it. I was going to say something.
0: <laughs> Language.
4: All right. Um, but yeah, I think this is the Falcon's last run. I think we see the, the horse we rode in on, Demise, uh, towards the end of the movie, and that's going to be a tough pill to swallow more than any character who gets shot or killed or sacrifices themselves. I think the Falcon going is inevitable, and if they leave it intact, I would be a little bit butthurt, but I think there needs to be some closure with the Falcon. The Falcon has done a lot. Yes. Yeah. A lot. Over a ton of movies.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
4: And it is so wildly important to the saga that I think it just, I would like to see it and sent off. Yeah. It is another and that's character. that's partially like why, his,
1: you yeah. get, like, why you even green light a movie like Solo that kind of tells the Falcon story as much as it tells Han's, Han's story. story. Right. Or, yeah, Han's story. Because people
4: are more curious where did the Falcon come from versus where does Han come from. Mm-hmm. S- sincerely.
1: Yeah. I, I like that answer a lot. Thank that's you. good. Brandon?
2: Um, I don't know. I don't know that I'm really worried about anybody.
1: I don't don't know
2: that I really care as much about (laughs) Ray or Poe or Finn or all of my other favorite characters that are already dead. Right. So, I don't know. I don't really... uh, Coming into it, I think, like, really the only person left would be Leia, and we all know that Carrie Fisher is no longer with us, and I've had time to digest that. So, even if they do kill her off in Mm -hmm. the movie... I'm okay with that. Just it's, being with what happened in real life.
0: That's got it. Mean, it's that, had time to, you know. If they uh, if settle. they do do something like that, you can imagine like just how heartbreaking that's going to be for everyone. to see. Right, and they they have said that it's it's going to be like a
2: respectable send, send off.
0: off. So, I mean, I'm not worried about it. I mean, I'm just I'm more
2: interested to see how they're going to take what essentially the scraps from the previous movie mm-hmm. and make that into something meaningful. Um, as far as people that I think are safe, the three safest characters I think are Chewie, <laughs> R2, and, uh, well, okay, for BB-8 and C-3PO, because they're
1: not people. The, the men behind <laughs> no. the masks. Right,
2: exactly. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, that's, um, I I always reference Star Wars Minute, and so I just, I just got to the uh, cantina scene in Attack of the Clones on that show, mm-hmm. and, uh You know, so famously in that sequence, like, Ahmed Best is in it, like, playing himself, basically, Mm -hmm. and and Anthony Daniels is in it. And they were talking about, well, it would be great if, like, Peter Mayhew made an appearance and Kenny Baker and, like, all All the the behind, like, like, behind the masks. Um, And, yeah, I I actually think you're right about that. Like, there's, like, a certain special place reserved for those characters Mm -hmm. that's kind of, like, unimpeachable and untouchable. Right. You know, they wear the heaviest plot armor. Right.
0: That's true.
2: And I think that moving forward with whatever they decide to do cinematically with, with Star Wars, I think they still need to have some kind of a thread back to the previous movies. And I think that those three, Chewie, R2, and C3P are, are that
0: thread. That's yeah. true. Uh, yeah. I mean, except for Solo, C3P and R2D2 are in every single one, right? Yep. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean Anthony and Daniels is Chewie.
1: the only, yeah. Anthony Daniels is the only person to appear in all nine films. Yep. Yeah. Um... You know, I mean, Peter Mayhew appeared in uh, episode
0: yeah, three. All of them,
1: yeah. All of them except for the first two. And then he wasn't in Last Jedi, but. Um, he
2: was a consultant. Yeah.
1: Whatever. <laughs> consultant. Yeah.
2: Which is the best credit.
0: Yeah, yeah it is the
1: best credit. <laughs> uh, Connor? My thoughts?
0: I, I think I, I'll just say what I started off with, like, when we first heard about the movie coming out and all the casting and everything like that. It's, it's got to be Lando. The way I see it, like, with. Carrie Fisher passing away, I feel like it's, it would almost be too, too hard to really like kill her character off. And so my thought is that like, you had Haunt come back, killed off. You had Luke finally come back, but kind of killed off, you know. And now you got Lando, and I'm like, just put him back in the packaging. I don't want him (laughs) anywhere near the air. Like, I just want him to stay the way he is. Mm -hmm. But like, I don't know. But at the same time, he might not die. Yeah, I mean, uh, this is me just going off at the basis of what the first two movies presented. I'm so dead inside from what they've done
2: to everybody leading up to this that, like, if it happens, it happens. But you're still going to feel it. Trust me. Yeah. I mean, it's just like. I get made fun of on a regular basis because I was crying when Han Solo got killed.
0: Because it's so ridiculous. She, it, Hannah brings it up every chance she can get. Him. It's She's not like, even. You understand. <laughs> it's not even that. Like, the thing that killed me most about that, like, when Han passed, was freaking Chewy.
3: Yeah. his reaction. Yeah. And
0: like, I remember telling Eva when we left the theater the night we saw it, I was like, you don't understand. It was the life debt. He couldn't be there to protect Han. It was, <laughs> come on. Like I was getting so technical about but that's it. That's also
4: like, if you died in a car accident, you're not going to spoilers, uh, <laughs> but if you were to die in a car accident and you had a dog at home and like your dog would just sit there and wait at your door for you all day. Yeah. Like that's, Gut wrenching. Yeah, Chewie's loyalty is unconditional, and that's what makes it so difficult to swallow.
0: Well, yeah, that's exactly it. Yeah, the the whole life debt thing is like he, but before we got solo, you know, and actually got the background on their their character dynamics, it was basically just you just thought that you know Han rescued Chewie, and thus he trusted him with his life, and you know would protect him for the rest of his the rest of his life, and that was the life debt. Mm-hmm. So, but it, that was still just like so devastating and like i don't know like lando kind of came out of nowhere after empire and like really made a name for himself because like people kind of always just gave him like he's the double crosser he's the backstabber but like in return of the jedi i mean he's just as big a hero as Han, you know in the way of his piloting and stuff like that well i've
1: always always, i think i've made reference to this on the show before but there is a star wars chess set that came out um like, after Empire, but before Return. Okay. And it featured, you know, it's like all of the back row characters were different characters from the movies. Right. Lando was on the black team. The, the bad side, the dark side. Oh, so
0: he was a double. Cross yeah, so a lot of people Yikes. did not
1: realize. Well, yeah, I'm not saying that like, because no,
0: oh, no, Billy
1: D Williams, black guy,
0: <laughs> Mark Hamill.
1: Not wow. Black
4: guy. I got yelled at for language.
1: <laughs> okay. But oh, sheesh. I just feel like I'm addressing the, the giggles in the room. Oh. But anyway, uh, like, but people thought that he was a villain at the end. Like, People didn't trust him even though obviously he does help Leia and Chewie s- escape at the end, but uh, people still kind of viewed him as a bad character until Return came out and he's leading the Re- rebel forces in the Death Star attack. And Gold leader. Sweet bone mask. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. That too. Skiff guard.
0: <laughs> oh well. Steph?
3: <sighs> so I, th- it's... This one I've just been kind of back and forth on. Like, I don't think, I don't think anybody is really any of like, let's say, the hero characters are in immediate danger. Po I,
0: Ray, and Finn.
3: Poe, Ray, Finn, I think, are all we'll, we'll take them off the table.
0: Poe, Ray, Finn, was That's exactly <laughs> what I heard in my
4: head.
3: As of the remaining, you know. Big three. I think Leia is also safe. I just yeah. feel like it would be in bad taste to kill yeah. off the character, That's, especially because yeah. I already cried my eyes out at the like space sh- ejection scene in yeah. eight. Like I, I don't need that again.
5: It was, <laughs> I it was don't hard. It's like that was
3: hard yeah, because of the yeah. real life, like what happened. So, yeah. and again, like I don't think they'll kill Chewie for the same reasons and droids are safe because C-3PO and R2-D2 are going to be in every Star Wars spinoff and every EU that is going to carry on (laughs) until the end of time.
1: R2-D2 is the narrator of the story, so. It's true. He's been there. Yeah. Since the flight to Naboo.
3: So, I mean, in terms of like who we're going to potentially see die, I mean, I would say I mean, Kylo is the easy answer, and right. Palpatine, in whatever form he shows up in. So, Oy. just the villains.
0: What about Hux? No one's actually brought up Hux. <laughs> well,
1: is, I mean, is that like a, do you fear for him? No. no. Oh, no, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> if anything, I'm just
0: I'm more fearful of the fact that he's been able to stay alive this long. <laughs> well, he's, like, there's something yeah. unnatural about him. He's that.
1: Admiral Piet. Yes,
0: that's true. Yeah, he's, he's just around to be like thrown around, basically, right?
3: Yeah. Right. To be right. kind of mocked and be belt. like, yeah, yeah why
1: doll. is this guy the one that like avoids all the, uh, you know, the the death and destruction around him?
0: He's such a sad story in like the aftermath books of like Hawks, You know what I mean?
1: I, well, I guess I, it, well, I, I, for, I don't really feel that bad. Like
0: I don't know. I'm not <laughs> like I, you know, I lay awake thinking about it or anything like that. I'm just saying that like you could tell why he's such a a pos, like you know, at this point in his life. Yeah. It's because he just had a crappy upbringing.
1: Yeah, like it, yeah, his his dad was a real piece of work. Yes,
0: yes, um, exactly.
1: Yeah, but I guess my final um, my final sense of it, I think if there's any of like the sequel trilogy big three that's at risk, I personally think it's Finn hmm. um,
3: at most risk for sure. Yeah. yeah,
1: I think just as much as anything because like that's sort of the point that i think his story is building towards like that he is you know he's kind of very craven in the first movie and even in the first part of the second movie but then like he wants to sacrifice himself basically for right uh you know for the good of the resistance but he's denied that opportunity so it's kind of like okay maybe there will be some other circumstance that will present itself
0: look dude this, this we don't win by destroying what we hate We went by (laughs) saving those
4: we love. Wouldn't you think? Yeah, but wouldn't you think that Finn would have learned his lesson that it's not about sacrificing yourself for the greater good. It's about saving whatever we can and holding on to it as as best you can. I feel like that taught him that lesson. So maybe, maybe it's not necessarily like something sacrificial that happens to him in the third of this trilogy, episode nine. But maybe it's uh, I don't know. Maybe he just gets, maybe it's just wrong place, wrong time.
1: Well, exactly. I I don't think it will
2: be as overt as whenever he was, you know, right.
1: Yeah. Like trying to do the big heroic sacrifice. Yeah. Yeah, I, I could almost see a scenario where, you know, and that, that's a consequence that like admittedly, and you know, this is me going into the books, I guess a little bit that I think the books kind of sometimes tell this compelling narrative of just like, yeah, like war is hell. And like, you know, sometimes the good guys, the guys that you think have the plot armor don't, don't actually in reality Mm -hmm. um you know and and so i think that would be something that would be interesting to see on the big screen but i i don't view it as especially likely to happen no War never changes man yeah Uh, it never changes
0: (laughs) i i just don't know if i could go through because i want to like finn that much more like finn was already like a compelling character to me when he first came out in the force awakens but like it just it, it it goes back to you know, last Jedi being like an hour ahead of you know the end of a Force Awakens like right. not much has happened in between those movies and I just want more of his story I want to see him develop more into his own character because ultimately that's the story that he's trying to project it's the fact he's not just a random body in the stormtrooper lore like he has his own thoughts his own motivations and that's that's what you want to see mm. so that's yeah. that's my add on.
1: I, I I like that addendum. <laughs> and with that, we'll move into the next question, which is, how will Palpatine, and I'll extend this also to Luke, appear in the film? And we'll start with you, Brandon. All
2: right, this is the one I've been waiting for.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this is why you sat where you sat. Roll up the, your I sleeves, was actually
2: like, I was scrolling ahead on my notes, and I was like, oh, yes. Perfect, <laughs> Perfect all right. timing. All right. Hold on to your butts here, Lay it on me. holding on. So I got first both of my all, butts. Uh, Andrew since I think you're probably the the most well equipped here or or Connor whoever chime in um or Steph ah. I don't know how far Steph is into this
0: <laughs> all right <laughs> Let's but hear the, it. Uh,
2: the the Lord Momen ah, yes. somebody c- give us a, a
0: synopsis for those that may not you can take all right, it yeah cuz I, I I finished this all right so he's Lord Momen's introduced in the comics uh in the second run of like Darth Vader comics I think it's like called Lord of the Sith or something like that regardless uh essentially Actually, no. There's another fun fact. Lord Moment actually makes a his first appearance in the mm-hmm. Lando, Lando Comic. comics. Yeah. yeah, which is so cool. But regardless, um, so Lord Moment is uh, he's an old Sith, uh, you know, acolyte or Sith user, basically Force user, who is able to develop the unique ability of essence transfer, which is not like he's not the only person to ever do this. Uh, at least in like EU standards mm-hmm. but uh the idea is 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 basically that he's able to transfer his soul like his whole life essence into an inanimate object that is just so channeled with force power dark side light side what have you that like whenever this person would either touch or become you know just be in the vicinity of it they would be corrupted by it or just completely take it over like there are points where uh, Lord Moman's uh, life force is trapped in a helmet and I think in the comic itself it's like an imperial officer gets the helmet and is like drawn to it for whatever reason and just puts it on their head without thinking. Yeah. Lord Moman comes back like it was just yesterday and thus he's able to communicate with Darth Vader and other people in real time. It's not so much like transcriptions or anything like that like he's just talking like he just went to sleep and he just woke up and it's kind of creepy that way. So it's like Mjolnir. No always <laughs> back. I don't
1: think that's accurate accurate at
4: all.
0: <laughs> Yeah, no, but to that end I say it's uh, it's it's kind of this deal of like if Palpatine truly was the most powerful Sith that there ever was, of course he would know he would about essence transfer, essence transfer. But it's a matter himself. of what he would have transferred into. And for all we know, it could have been the freaking Death Star. You ready you know? for this? Go ahead, hit all it. Right. <laughs> You've been waiting, I'm it's, sorry. All
2: right. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing you said directly contradicted anything that I was thinking? Good. So I'm happy about that. You're welcome. All right, so <laughs> what if Palpatine transferred his essence into Vader's helmet without his knowing, all right? <laughs> so bitch. then, that answers the question, how did Kylo Ren find Vader's helmet amongst the wreckage of the Death Star? There's so much dark side energy, it pulls him to it. When right. Let me finish. <laughs> <laughs> before, you, before you tear me down, I just want to get I'm this up. I'm not tearing up. you down. I'm just <laughs> All right, so now the next what if? There's a lot of what ifs with this. This is like my big Marvel what if craziness here. Sorry. All right, so we also know that Kylo Ren's mask was destroyed. Yes. We also know that he rebuilt his mask. Yes. What if he puts parts of Vader's mask into his mask, thus oh, allowing Palpatine oh, wow. to take over? kylo ren finally
0: all right so for just for starters you've basically took what we were supposed to do today and just ran with it I so i'm proud literally of
2: you read the paragraph that was in the notes
0: <laughs> <laughs> did like a little bit of
2: cursory research about it and i was like oh that's and cool it was just like pepe silvio everywhere <laughs> <laughs> like a, a whole wall with just red yarn in my basement it's great that's awesome um so then just just to keep going with this just Taking this and extrapolating Pull that it as far button. as possible. Um, as far as Luke goes, say Luke and Yoda, they figure out some way for Luke to actually become corporeal again, with the caveat that once he does that, there's no way for him to come back mm-hmm. afterwards. Uh, the big ending, like battle, is Luke and Ray fighting the possessed Kylo. Uh, Luke goes down fighting, can't come back, he's gone. So Ray has to finish it. And then that's how Kylo goes out. And then somewhere in there, redemption, something mirroring, you know,
4: taking it commits the like saber. he says. Yeah, there he you go. He pulls out
0: him. the nine, you know, the nine Roll squares. Roll credits. And starts doing, you're right. you first. <laughs> I think it's Sabuku. I think like, Thank you. Let's just I, if if the mics weren't already on stands, I think you you would have dropped it there. That's that's pretty dang impressive. Yes, mm-hmm. and I it, see I mean,
1: where all that that comment about the research. Is oh yeah, that was literally play. when I sent that text to you guys. It was
0: right after <laughs> I typed that up, and I was like, yeah, it's like really wow. good. But yeah, no, it, it's true though, and like the whole Lord moment thing is it's it's ridiculous to begin with. I feel like that's actually what's playing into uh, that VR game. I think uh, they
1: Vader immortal.
0: Yeah, I think what's what's like because, like I said, there's a point in that game where like Lord Vader's talking to an underling, but it's not like an acolyte like you see with like uh, it not it's not Tashu, right? Uh-huh. Uh, it's a uh, it's um. Yup Tashu. the Tashu. Yeah. No, it's it's basically just this guy in like a crazy helmet, which kind of looks like moments. And now it's like okay, well, and then. Maybe it's still in that time frame in the comic or whatever, where he's still building his castle. I'm not totally sure, but it would just be interesting to see that. And I like your theory a lot because that was kind of my idea. And it's a mixture of both of your theories, to be perfectly honest. The idea that Kylo will be more or less possessed or invigorated by, uh, you know, the soul of Palpatine, the essence of of Mm -hmm. Palpatine, and thus uh, he'll realize (coughs) this and he'll he knows that the only way to get rid of it is to seduko himself. Sudoku, sudoku. <laughs> I have to do number puzzles <laughs>
4: <laughs> for the rest of my life. I get this so confused <laughs> where the
0: Sepuku and Sudoku, right? Sudoku. Yeah. Sekiro. It's totally gonna
3: <laughs> Sekiro. Something. Don't go to
0: don't
4: go to Japan and say,
0: hey guys, can we do Seppuku in
4: the cafe? Yeah.
3: <laughs> Is that
0: okay? Does anyone probably. have a pen? anyone <laughs> <we're> <laughs> have Favorite a pen, movie. I'm
4: trying to commit Sudoku over here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what goes into nine? All
1: right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. But yeah, I so don't know.
1: Connor anything else to add building on that?
0: No, honestly, that, that that's it's a it's a good way to put it into it. and Brandon pretty much covered what I would have said. So, I'm I'm in accord with yeah. you. Yeah. So, I think yeah. it's it's safe to pass it on.
1: Stephanie?
3: All right. <clears throat> so, I don't know anything about this soul transfer business. Uh-huh. So, I'm going to go with this a This is um
1: well, so ride yes have you ever read the like Jedi Academy books when uh the spirit of Marco Ragnus comes back oh on yeah the, uh, yeah on Yavin
3: 4-hmm
1: I think it's basically the same concept that it's not like it's not real
3: mm-hmm. it's
1: just like this very elaborate projection in a sense right
3: yeah which is yeah I can believe that but either way my theory for Mostly, Return of Palpatine has been ever since I saw the trailer. A very tried and true Star Wars EU method of reviving characters, which is called cloning. <laughs> and
1: <laughs> Connor missed it. He he stepped out of the room. <laughs> <laughs> I heard
0: clones. I can't. Clones. We're we talking about clones. Um, no, all right.
3: Yeah. So I think I, I I don't know. I I have a, I have a you know. Laid out the whole plot of why and how the clones came to be, but I guarantee that Palpatine, knowing that there's access to cloning technology, so on and so forth. I, I forget the exact details of how he did it in the original EU, aka the Legends, but he did well, this. Plagueis and did it. And, it was, and, yeah, technically. And um, it, this was, you know, a, a plot thread that's come up before. So, are and, you talking like? Hmm.
1: Thrawn type of cloning, like like original Thrawn trilogy cloning, Sp- R- like Luke yeah. Skywalker,
3: yeah, Ma'uk. yeah, like legit, ah, and all like it. Jor Jorus Saboth and like Sabaoth,
0: yeah,
3: Sabaeus, Sabath, S- <laughs> yeah, Like they were
2: like, let's make the most unpronounceable name. Yeah,
3: basically. so <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'm like
0: Taruis Sabaa. That's how exactly. they say it in the books, in the audiobook.
3: So quite simply, uh, it's it's gonna be a clone and. And I don't think it really needs a lot of backstory.
0: You think, I mean, that's, I mean, that would go into the whole idea of essence transfer right there. You know, yeah, you're able mean, to,
3: could even tie those two theories together. Exactly. But I, I like think, I think it's literally like a cloned body of Palpatine, and, and wow. he's had several of these lined up, ready to go. Oh, um, it's like the prestige. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly right. no, basically. Basically. There's just right.
0: water tanks of Palpatine
3: basically. Basically.
0: Um, <laughs> what if it wasn't, like, the wreckage we saw of the Death Star or whatever, what if that wasn't Endor, but it was actually Kamino? Because well. you know, I mean, like, they always say that Kamino is just nothing but a water planet now, like they had this ecological disaster that it turned it, you know, there's no land masses left. But are we sure about that? Because you feel like, you know, you see Ray Finn and all them standing on the green shore and you know, looking at the pieces of that. But at the same time, that wreckage could be disguising the Camino cloning facility where there's like 20 million versions of Darth Sidious or something. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess that's I'll ex- say that's with, yeah,
1: with the way that like Disney has kind of played very fast and loose with the like Death Star as a concept. Mm-hmm. I could almost see that. Like this was like a failed prototype.
0: Ooh. Yeah. And he
1: wanted to destroy Camino. You know but what? it actually blew up the prototype.
0: Yeah, that's true. But I was gonna It evaporated say. some of the water. Yeah. Oh. Well it sent it, it extended, like <laughs> back into space or something like that. It, but it's so it's so hard to even think about that because like as much as you'd want them to do that, there's so much backstory now on, like, how this Death Star was first conceived in the first place. Like, they already had the, like, the northern and southern hemispheres laid out and everything by the end of, um, re, like, Revenge, Revenge of the Sith. Like, it wasn't even, like, it was still a plan. Like, they already had it. They was already being built. Right. Like, while, you know, like, Order 66 and everything was going on. Like, it had been built and everything. And that's the crazy part about it. So, if there was, like, a you know, a dummy one that was being built above Camino or something like that. Like that would be really interesting. I don't know. It mm-hmm. would just, it's hard to play into that. That's, that's kind of it's the original prototype. Mm.
1: Yeah. Like yeah. one of the, uh, uh, like the, uh, Geonosian, like sphere thing. Right. That With, we see no. in attack of the Clones. Oh, wait, you're talking <laughs> about the Troy control ship. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah that, ooh. Oh, just like, an know, like a, like, basically, they just decided to, like, well, what happens if we just make this really freaking big? <laughs> it's what,
2: that's,
0: that's pretty big. What if they marveled us?
2: And it's like how in the trailers for uh, Endgame they showed the Hulk fighting in Wakanda. Right. But it was actually Bruce Banner in the Hulkbuster armor. Right. And, uh, so and they deceived with the uh,
1: Infinity yeah. Gauntlet. Yeah.
2: Or and maybe it's just, mm. just, and when you see that scene, they're just looking like at a vast. Waterscape. You, you have know,
0: to do
1: that. Though. I you mean, do. It you do. do you yeah, yeah. like, well,
0: yeah, it's true. Because like, what we're doing right here is the reason why we're exactly. breaking down the game film We're breaking throwing, We're breaking down what we've seen Versus plus what we speculate So that goes into the other side of it too. Because all we've gotten so far is just a teaser trailer, and it's. I mean, it's. It's just that. It's just a tease. Versus like everything else you get from like you think about the teaser trailer you had for the Force Awakens. I think two or three of those shots that were in that little teaser actually made it to the last, mm-hmm. you know, to the last, like, the final product. I think mm-hmm.
1: the, the best example that I can always think of is, like, from Rogue One with Jin Erso saying, we're the rebels, story. right? We rebel. We rebel. Right, and right, right. not in the movie.
0: Or the fact <laughs> that, like, she's walking down the catwalk and the TIE fighter comes up to, like, just hover there. Yeah. I always thought that, like, oh, mm-hmm. it, it never happens. Or the running on the beach with the secret plans, that never happens. It was all the secret cut and stuff like that. So, <laughs> it's just it just is what it is. I don't know. There's a lot going into that.
5: Mhm.
1: Huh. Andrew.
0: So, I love
4: the idea of Vader's helmet being like the overall MacGuffin in this movie. I right. think that's awesome. Yeah. But now like you guys were saying, just thinking about it here, and I'm not trying to just dis- discount your theory brain cuz it's it's amazing and I, know. I, I want that to happen. <laughs> <laughs> Modesty. <laughs> um, but I what so then what would be drawing them back to the destro- assuming the destroyed death star in the water what would be if if the essence is in Vader's helmet and Kylo is using that unless he goes back there himself what would be what would be drawing them back to that area why go back there what mm-hmm. is the significance of that so if after
2: that? after the helmet takes him over where does where is you know the now palpatine who has a body now where does he go he goes back to the place he died. Scene of
4: the crime.
2: Scene of the crime. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm going to
4: rebuild the Death Star by I mean, myself. And who knows? I mean, there
2: could be any number of things there. Yeah, like the keys to his a vault or something. The Star or sealed letters. We whatever were talking about. Be, yeah, where he get his own body.
4: And then look, we tie all of the theories together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: We did it. Yeah,
4: that was my only thing. But I lo- I love that idea. Like I said earlier in the podcast, I think Palpatine is having some. I don't think he's. Outright possessing or controlling Kylo. I think he's just alluring him with the fantasy of you need to be the best, you need to do this, to, yeah, you need to do these things, and just, yeah, reeling giving,
1: him in. And in the same way that he continually reeled in Anakin, right, slowly over time, giving
4: him a, a driving force, <laughs> uh, <laughs> in, some, <laughs> in some respect to do something, but he doesn't know why. Because I, the, the thing I've said again, Adam Driver kills this role because he's just. He's just doing things. He doesn't know why. He's Mm -hmm. he's rebelling himself, and he has no idea. It's like I don't know. It's like it's like when you realize you're 13 years old, and you're like, oh, I I don't have to listen to my parents. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) it's like a dog chasing cars. Yeah, it's like oh, I got all this. I got it's like oh, I got the keys to the car, and nobody's telling me where I have to go. Yeah, you're just doing it. You're just like a dog chasing cars. You just do it. Don't know what to do if you caught one. Yep, that's Dark Knight reference, but.
1: (laughs) Got it. No. <laughs> <laughs> Referenced. Uh, yeah, no, I, I kind of, I completely agree with that. I like, um, I, I really like both Brandon and Steph's theories. They're great theories. Yeah. They're great <laughs> theories. Um, like, I think, so <laughs> I, I looked this up on uh Wikipedia because I actually I'm not as familiar with the uh, Lord Moman story I know it's out there and like I know what it's about but you I have it
0: on your bedstand yeah I, gave it on you. my bed stand, <laughs> I
1: have not read it that's correct um, but so one thing I noticed when I was looking there is that Palpatine personally collected the helmet from Lord Moman mm-hmm. at the Jedi Temple after Anakin did what he did. Kill younglings. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Youngling one. Hunt, bring it to Battlefront 2. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's the Reddit meme. <laughs> um,
1: because uh, like apparently the, the the mask was in the possession of Jocasta New.
0: Yeah. Which that's already interesting enough, to say the least. Yeah. Because I think uh, I said as much that, like, with her... uh like her extended story in the comics, it reveals a, like, more or less, that she kept her librarian duties going. Whereas, like, she had all the knowledge that she was able to scour from the Jedi archives, and she's been able to hide it from everybody until you know the time was right, stuff like that. So,
1: but so, like, if you're assuming that Palpatine knows about the mask, and I mean, we know that he is aware of the mask. Maybe he doesn't know exactly what it does. That would be kind of an interesting twist.
0: Well, yeah. But that also plays into the idea of him being a sorcerer as much as just a Sith user, you know? Right. Yeah. With Sith, it's the sorcery is there.
1: (coughs) And that is something we even see. uh, I mean, so we've been, well, yeah, in Rebels and we've been watching, um, or we've both recently been reading Thrawn Treason, the newest Mm -hmm. book that was released. And like there is this kind of very present undercurrent of like once Palpatine was in complete control, He basically just was like, okay, that's fine. You do whatever. Yeah. And then, like, he was just like, I'm just going to learn everything I can about the Force.
0: Yeah, that's true. Um, He Like, he said all this stuff in motion and was like, you good? Cool. I'll be in my office. (laughs) You know, (laughs) if you have any problems, talk to, you know, uh, Yukta shoe there and, you know, we'll be good. Yes. Don't bug me. Um,
1: Yeah, so (laughs) I I really like like that for that reason. Um, You know, just that basically he is just like crazy space wizard person like and he just figured something out and was like yeah I'm gonna do this I, I think a lot of people have always pointed to Snoke's ring
0: that he mm-hmm. wears
1: as potentially something that could be essence transferred
0: interesting I have to look that up so Palpatine has made horcruxes basically yeah, that's man. kind of where we're heading
1: JK Rowling has a secret friend. on
4: yeah. When you, you want to look at at it. when you open up the ring that he wears, it's a picture of Peggy Carter in a compass. Oh, <laughs> you <laughs> cover yeah. full circle.
2: Palpatine, like, how'd you come back? Will you tell us? I don't think I will. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but in like I mean, I don't know if you've encountered it stuff like I don't know if you've played Battlefront 2 or anything no. or, or read mm-hmm. any of the aftermath books yet. But so Palpatine does have these, like, sentinels, basically, that are robots. Yes. And they're very, like, lifelike. So, mm-hmm. so much so they have his face. Yeah. So I think there's, okay. like, a lot of overlap right. there that I'm, like, starting, all right. to, I'm, I'm I'm starting feeling to see this. a picture. Yeah. Yes,
3: I'm feeling this theory.
1: Um, and so I'll just, it's I'll pretty. let you all paint with your minds now what oh, you yeah. see. And now I'll ask the last question. All right. What does the rise of Skywalker mean to you? So I guess this is kind of a two part question. Like firstly, it's kind of like, okay, what is like, what is Skywalker? Is it Luke? Is it Ray? Is it whatever? Um, but also like, what does it mean to be at the end of the Skywalker saga for all of you?
0: Well, it, I mean, this, this goes back to the age old question, like the, like the core of what star Wars was all about. And like, Anytime anyone talks about Star Wars, I've always said as much that from like from the beginning to end, whether you talk about like the first three movies, uh, you know, the prequels and the regular movies or the new trilogy in general now, because before they started doing it, the way I just said it was, it's the story of Anakin Skywalker, the rise, the fall, the redemption, like that was purely what it was. And now you can see that it's going further. It's not it's not Anakin's story anymore. But it's still the Skywalker story. And to that end, that's what, you know, it makes it that's what more compelling because, like, it could be all buttoned up at the end and happy with, you know, dancing Ewoks around and stuff like that. But then you see, 30 years later, things just haven't gone well. And you know that Luke is going to be responsible, maybe directly or indirectly, for the balance of the Force. And I feel like that's where it's going to come in at the end, it's going to be him training a new generation of Jedi. Like, Luke was the last of the old Jedi. Rey is the first of the new Jedi. Like, and that leads into, you know, a new order where they have different things. And, I mean, honestly, if you really think about it, like, that's what you want. And maybe they don't even call him Jedi after that. Maybe they call them all Skywalkers, you know? And, mm. and you know, I, I could I could spend all day talking about you know it's also the chiss and stuff like that but like (laughs) we'll save that for our next episode so i'm not worried about it but to me that's what i feel like it is to rise of skywalker maybe it is a you know a very loose play on words where it's like well they're gonna win at the end it says so in the title or something like that or you know something else something completely different is gonna happen who knows but that's just me that's my two cents on that
1: i like that Stephanie?
3: Yeah, so I would just want to loop back towards the original where we kind of started the conversation where I think it is likely, again, not guaranteed, nor do I even really want this to be the case, but likely that Rey may be revealed to be a Skywalker, Mm -hmm. um, lineage-wise. Spoilers. Oh, yes. (laughs) Potential spoilers. (laughs) A
1: movie that none of us have seen. I should have said that
3: at the beginning. But I sort of thought... Um, Alternatively, maybe the Skywalker is also a reference to Ben, AKA Kylo Ren's Mm. also a Skywalker. That's true. Um, And if we're kind of, you know, running with them, maybe he's a double agent or there's going to be a redemption uh, arc for him. Maybe that the Skywalker is going to be in reference to him. I do love the idea that Skywalker of Skywalker is a title that has been used in the EU. And maybe that, Will come into play in some way, shape, or form. Um, either way, I mean, yeah, it's, it, this question is just pure speculation from all of us, oh, n- yeah. you know? So, but I think those would be. Um, I, I think I would like to see the Skywalker in reference, probably mostly to Kylo Ren's character, but um, I also thought of like one way to bring Luke back, you know? And, and give him some continued relevance in the story is like, you know, maybe there's a, ser- like, th- again, like uh, plot beats from the EU with a lot is like leaving holocrons that record your teachings mm. and maybe Luke recorded a bunch of these while he was in solitude, you know or that- maybe he recovered a bunch from the old Jedi and maybe they discover them and use them to teach a new generation of Jedi.
0: Speculation. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying not to ruin anything. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, You're so. saying all this stuff and it's like, oh,
3: eh. uh, Yeah, yeah. I I'm mean, it's, all, it's what I hope for. It's so. all
0: it's all out there. It's just a matter it's of time. It's out there,
3: name. but it's, you know, what are what threads are they going to pull in? <laughs> what threads are they going to use? And Yeah. So, I mean, we'll see. That's all we can do is wait and see.
1: Andrew? Uh,
4: I think the whole movie is Luke waking up from the fever dream of The Last Jedi and he's literally rising out of bed. (laughs) Oh my God, that
0: breast milk I drank. (laughs) That's all
4: (laughs) it is. And then he just like shuffles off stage with a cane and a top hat.
1: Uh, Hello, my baby. (laughs) And then the next scene you see of him he's just like, Ben, this isn't going to work. And he just, like, ruthlessly yeah. murders him. And <laughs> he actually goes Sorry, to kid. the
4: bed where Kyle is sleeping, and he actually goes through with axe murdering him with a
0: lightsaber. Yeah. yeah. Um, Do you like Huey Lewis in the news? Yeah. <laughs> That's all it is.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Time travel. <laughs> yeah.
5: I,
4: uh, so, uh, I, I'm excited. I'm excited for the conclusion of this saga, because Star Wars is now no longer just the Skywalkers. It is, by and large, an extended universe, as we've mentioned on this podcast numerous times. And there's so many different things you can do. You can do stories about literally anything. You've created a world, a a, a whole universe, a whole galaxy, where you can do whatever you want. And the fact that we're still focusing on the core people is really cool, and it's nostalgic, and that's awesome. But I think I've gotten to a point where... Just maybe in my age, it's like I'd like to see more things explored out, outside of this. I think this yeah. is something important, and it's it's certainly a focal point, and I'm glad they're saying this is it. This is the end of the Skywalker saga, and that's, that's that. Um, so I'm excited for the future. Nostalgically a little sad that it's going to finally end,
5: mm-hmm. hopefully
4: on a high note, hopefully on one that closes <coughs> all those doors and all those loops we've talked about. Um, I really love Steph's idea of Rise of Skywalker pertaining more to Kylo than Dre. I love that idea. That's I love, 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 love that idea. Um, but as we were talking about it and thinking, you know, if we're going with the Palpatine uh, using, uh, transferring his essence to a MacGuffin to, you know, for some greater power, couldn't Skywalker have also done that at the end of Last Jedi? Right, like exactly. hopped into his own lightsaber, and now it's now it's still Palpatine versus Skywalker, but it's in the bodies of Rey and Kylo Ren. Like that would be the Which lamest be epi- way. It would be epic. It would be epic.
1: Yeah. What if? Well, so that actually kind of ties into like George <coughs> Lucas's concept for the sequel right. trilogy is that it right. would be at mm. the the midichlorian level essentially. Right. Like the like it's the ultimate battle now. of the essence light versus is The dark. same, but yeah.
4: <laughs> The people and places are different. Yeah. Um, oh my goodness. Yeah. So I mean, it. I don't. I don't think we're that far off, guys. It, this isn't. Th- nothing is going to come out on the screen and really go. Wow. None of us saw that coming. Yeah. Unless they yeah. get yeah, probably, Ryan Johnson so. back in there to do the third movie. <laughs> yeah. So Just do the third act. You're <laughs> right. I, I don't think it's that far fetched. I'm. Ex- I'm really excited to see what happens. And I, as much as I love speculating there's a certain degree you get to where if you over-speculate and you get tied to the one idea of how something's going to go, then you're you're going to suffer disappointment. It's inevitable disappointment. And that's what, that's, (laughs) I know. We're setting Brandon up, unfortunately. I know. I I love being proven wrong with speculation. (laughs) But I just, I I try not to put all my eggs in one basket. I really want to, but then I see what Disney's done with. I know. I see what Disney's done with Marvel, and I think they do a really good job of satisfying the fan, what the fans want and what we're clamoring for in terms of character arcs and ending those, and but still having plot twists. But and things. I think a lot
2: of that, again, coming back to what we talked about before, is coming down to having that one person that makes sure that no matter oh, who's directing sure. this, yes. who's writing that, who's making this game, that it all mm-hmm. fits together right. yep. in a nice puzzle. Which,
3: again.
4: They need. They, they
3: need like a enough. team of yeah. continuity editors, and that's yeah. what
4: I'm hoping for this moving forward. Yes, let's put an exclamation point at the end of the Skywalker story, and when we move on to whatever the next thing is. Mm-hmm we're going to make sure that we're we're putting in those little things here and there. Right. We have a dedicated team to do 48,000 easter eggs in one movie so that <laughs> every license plate is a comic book from Spider-Man, which is bonkers that they had a whole team to do, do that, that far from right? <laughs> every single license plate in that movie is a comic reference to the exact moment that you're seeing on
0: screen. Well, like, I was going to say that like something today Oh, yeah. Well, the, the, you make a good point of that where it's like, I think that's what made Rogue One stand out for a lot of people was the fact that it didn't follow the core group of people. Mm-hmm. It was just it was new characters and sit in a familiar setting. And yeah, they had like Easter eggs, you know, plenty mm-hmm. of Easter eggs and stuff like that. But it wasn't the story like yeah. it was new characters in a separate story that were involved in the main story. Mm-hmm. But it was still exciting to see that side of it. I guess you could say. Right. And so when you know when they go down and start making the new trilogies, it's something to look forward yeah. to. And I think Star Wars is all about the the fantastical and the faith of the
4: what you can't see isn't necessarily you know it's the faith in in the Force and, right. and being uh, being one with that. Um, I would love to see more stride away from that and, you know, know that it's a thing in the universe, but maybe there's something even more hellish on the horizon or there's something even even a, a greater threat than that. I would love to see something obviously give me some stakes, but maybe change it not on a galactic scale, but maybe on like a world scale, like, you know. I don't know. I, I think there's so much you can do with it. That's why I'm so excited about, like, Mandalorian and the things that we're getting now. Right.
1: And yeah, uh, ending going the saga. To change that focus. It's not going to be on Force users necessarily. Right. You're going to see, you know, it's just going to be, like, exceptional people. people. Yeah. Right.
2: I think that's, that is the greatest success of Rogue One. Right. proving that, yes, you can have a compelling Star Wars story outside of, you know, the, this small,
4: small bubble in an otherwise gigantic you universe. You just need a
0: blind... Yeah. You know, faith man. True. It. <laughs> right. It's Fit like
4: stuff. going back to like the roots of Indiana Jones. It's a it's a normal guy doing fantastical things. Yep. Yep. It, it, it's still within the fantastical element, mm-hmm. which is why Mandalorian excites me so much because it's like you're just that you're just the dude you're just a bounty hunter, mm-hmm. but you square up with the best of the best of everything, way getting in way over your head, way beyond your limits, mm-hmm. and I can't wait to see how they what, pull it off. What, how how they pull that off and what and what happens there
1: yeah i I completely agree and that i mean i'll I'll get into that whenever I speak, but we'll let Brandon uh, kind of wrap us up
4: yeah um thanks so. that was we'll
2: Smith yeah. that was <laughs> <laughs> I pretty much agree with everything that's been said thus far um as far as what is the rise of Skywalker I'm kind of inclined to think that that's like the the official title of like the gray Jedi mm. moving forward mm-hmm. um I really hope that they don't make Rey a Skywalker. I really hope they don't. <laughs> I, I do. it just arguing. it's just yes. uh, it's it's too easy. Yeah. Um I think like Steph said, I think the focus should be on Kylo. Mhm. Um I mean it makes more sense just overall and it's I don't know the the whole thing with Rey and the parents and the, the truth of what her parents are. It would just it would be far too convenient for her to be a Skywalker. Yeah. Um I don't really know that I have that much to add. I think everything I thought had uh, been pretty much covered. But one thing I did want to come back to was when you said, if Palpatine could have transferred his essence, why couldn't have Luke? I'll do one better. Why couldn't have Vader? Maybe that is the story behind the, the lightsaber, lightsaber and why it came back. And could be why Rey is so adept with it because she's maybe yeah. Vader didn't do it uh, in a complete way. So he's, hmm. she's well, not inheriting her are consciousness. Are we thinking
0: Vader or are we thinking Anakin?
4: Well, the last time I guess v- well, I like, I they could they be it could too. be Obi Wan too. It could it could have been Obi Wan in that lightsaber speaking to her. Like there's there's so these much because he did, did pick he, up his he, lightsaber, right? Yeah. yeah, she picked up his lightsaber, and it, uh, 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 his voice is what's heard. Yeah, when she, she picks, picks that, it up the lightsaber, yeah, these I, are I first think steps. the
2: how that lightsaber. Got into Maz's possession is got to be
4: a is big,
0: part of the story that has to come out in this movie. Be, yeah, like I don't care about the lineage or anything like that. Maz, <laughs> lightsaber, how? Yeah. That's all yeah. I want to know. But that's me.
3: The important question. right? It yeah. is. You gotta ask. Absolutely, could, they,
0: they could have given her any other
2: Jedi's random yeah. lightsaber. It could saber, have been any and it random lightsaber. Right, could have just filled in the blank, no
1: problem.
4: What if she, she got same outcome and everything? <laughs> well, Over that's a, under. Yeah at least four flashback sequences where <laughs> oh. they go back to explain this is what you saw, but this is what actually happened.
1: <sighs> let's just, let's rewind. Yeah, I mean, I guess it depends on like to which timeline we're talking about. Like if we're talking like Last Jedi, I'm going to guess the under. Mm. My bet is the under. I'm just saying but if general. it's But if it's in general, like including stuff maybe from like the prequels, maybe you do get a little cameo from and McGregor or, mm-hmm. or Hayden Christensen or something.
3: <gasps> Who?
1: I call it a push.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I, I call it a push. Oh, okay. <laughs>
1: And I, I, I don't know. I don't know.
3: Okay.
4: Call it the Christian side. So it's just going to be the Back to the Future 2 of
1: all
4: these movies. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So it is about time travel.
0: We've
1: that's, that's, time. The, uh, ta- uh, yes, that's the, uh, consensus. Yeah. Time yeah. Oh, well, no, I, I guess my kind of final thoughts, just wrapping all of this up, you know, it's like personally, I'm so excited to be like done with the Skywalker saga. I have yes. no doubt that this movie is going to deliver. It's going to be satisfying. I'm going, I'm going to like it no matter what happens. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I agree with, with Steph's opinion that like, I think, this, you know, the rise of Skywalker, I would prefer pertain to Ben, um, slash Kylo, but you know, we'll have to kind of wait and see. I, I don't want Ray to be a Skywalker. I, I do stand by that for sure. Um,
3: we don't want it, but
1: yeah, yeah. but who knows what's who happen. knows, but, yeah. yeah, but I'm just, I'm so excited to move into new and exciting things. Uh, I mean, this has been kind of one of the things that People have been talking about kind of, and I think it's kind of lame, and I don't know that they're really going to do it, but so with this latest Thrawn book, it, and also going back to Thrawn Alliances as well, uh, oh. there is kind of this sort of like extra galactic invader that's... Oh, crap.
2: Uh, I did gri- see some article that was uh, kind of alluding to... Yeah. The grisk. The grisk,
1: yeah. yes. So, I mean, I'm not saying they're going to be a Yuzon Vong parallel. I think there's... Oh, man. <laughs> but but they I wouldn't
3: think, do it, but I want them to. Yeah, you but I what? think there
1: could be something there that's <sighs> worth building Or on. elements of it. I want to talk about this dang
0: book so much. <laughs> well, save it. <laughs> I know. Save it for next week. But still, I all I'm trying to get at is like the, the way to describe the Grisks, it almost seems more... No, I don't know. I, the Yu and Vong were definitely more brutal, whereas the yeah. risks are more the, manipulative.
1: Yes. Yeah, I mean it's kind of like sh- there's shades there, but it's definitely not the same type of story. What if
0: Snoke so. was a grisk?
1: Well, I'm I actually strongly believe that Snoke is a grisk. Bong, bong, <laughs> That would
0: actually make a lot of sense.
1: Uh that is definitely my my passionate takeaway, but I Dude. guess we'll save that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about it Why do you have to for, rile me up two two weeks from now? <laughs> uh, around, boy. Yeah. But so you, I mean, so I guess I just want to say thanks to everybody, like you know, present company yeah. as well as everybody who's ever tuned in for even a moment of our time.
0: Yes, thank you guys, uh, and
1: <laughs> you know, celebrating a year. I never thought I would do a podcast for one year continuously. Continuously, like we did, it, big we've, dog. We've yeah. been able to,
0: we've been able to try and keep it as steady as possible. And Andrew, for somehow, some way, we've been able to see each other every other week. And we haven't gotten bored of each other yet, so it's a good start. It is a good start. But, Congratulations! Uh, <laughs> we're hoping to bring you guys even more exciting stuff throughout the you know the remainder of the year. And you know if if anyone has anything to say about it, you know if you want to you know, you want us to talk about certain topics, you want us to do certain books, speculate certain things, we're always open to it. You know, hit us up on Facebook, check us out on ReggieTales Podcast, uh, the Apple Podcast as well. And while you're there, please don't forget about games in that podcast. We have Brandon and Andrew. Yeah, here. guys. Yeah, you yeah. So we need to yeah. get you guys back on the air before too long. I know. actually, do you guys want the world's first exclusive of when oh. we're coming back? Oh, We
4: Guido shot not? first exclusive. <laughs> bow,
1: bow, bow. This is gonna be some some heavy news drops. Go for it. <laughs> Go for
4: it. Uh, September third, we're coming back. Yeah. Wow. Nice. Yeah. All right. Season nice. Season two. Season two. <laughs> Season two. All right, yeah. we figured the, the lull of games in the summer was too much to just right. like really push out the, yeah. the latest topics. Yeah, weekly content, so. yeah, fair enough. Nothing wrong with yeah, that. We kind of fell into that. Steph, when's your <laughs>
0: show coming back? You know... <laughs> I'm sorry, I put you on the
3: spot. No, no, that's... You're,
0: I, you're always welcome back on this show. Yeah, you know, I, the,
1: we do have, I mean, we there's probably another episode that we are going to have you on for
3: we, shortly. We, we brainstormed yeah. one, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah so... Do our... A, a rebels. rebels recap, yeah, yeah. finally. Mm-hmm. Good god, we need to talk about rebels. Yeah. Oh, It'll but happen. Yeah. But still, thanks to everybody and I'm just so thankful I've been able to do it with you, Andrew, and do it every you know, every other week and keep it up for one whole year. It's amazing. And just like always, I well, had a great time. Don't, oh, say, it. don't say it.
1: Don't say it. Because I'm gonna Are you because we talked about this, oh, I'm gonna crap. I, I'm gonna break some news here, and this is genuine, actual news to some of you in present company. Yes, something that I haven't talked about on the podcast at all.
0: I know, I, I this is this is big. So go ahead.
1: Yeah. So I, I mean, so part of why we're kind of doing this now, and and something that kind of could get in the way of when the rise of skywalker actually comes out i won't hold it against him (laughs) (laughs) is that emily my wife is pregnant (gasps) oh no no. congratulations Congratulations.
3: (laughs) um, i had no idea this is a spoiler (laughs) man Sorry, I thought we were close. <laughs> but she just uh,
1: liked cheesy poos. <laughs> so um, we had the uh, ultrasound back on Monday. We're recording this Wednesday, August seventh, uh, for whatever that's worth. And I'm actually going to inform at least a couple people here as to what we're even having—a
4: baby. Is it human? It <laughs> is a, baby. It's a human baby. Uh, I'm already
0: out. <laughs> <laughs>
1: And it's a boy. Yeah! Yeah!
0: Good on you, man. Yeah. Ben, 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 so. Ben, Ben. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Benson was on the list, but no. we're going oh. with uh, Sullivan Michael Roman.
3: What? Ah, yeah. Sully. Sullivan like Michael. It. Sully, yeah. yes. Yeah, I'm calling Sully, him Sully all the
1: time. It, is that. Like, oh, yeah. First, it's a okay. like total well, nod to like Uncharted. That is why so now Nathaniel we have, yeah. is Nathaniel. We Check do, it so out. Now, I mean, so, Andrew, I'm not putting you on the spot, but I think you should reconsider and definitely name your baby girl
4: uh, It's got to be Elena. <laughs> yeah. Well, it is an E name. I'll say that. I'm not allowed to say the rest of it. E-A
0: sports. fioc it's, it's in her tummy. Uh,
4: Yo, if any of your sons even look at my daughter, you guys are done. <laughs>
0: Oh, But I'm so happy Best friends forever though I'm happy for all you guys You know It's It's incredible Um I have an announcement to make myself. Actually, no, we're all bringing it up. Look oh my gosh! I know, this is crazy. I, I did come prepared with an announcement.
3: I uh, Think something
4: you've never told anybody, Steph.
0: No, like I, <laughs> I'm really proud of it. I, I don't, I don't like to talk about it, but I, I kind of have to go take a poop. So we're gonna end up here. Honestly, I'm happy for you guys. I just wanted to feel like I had some news too, but. I am just happy that I was able to share this all with you guys. And thank you from the bottom of our hearts that you yes. were able to be here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And again, we hope to have you back again soon because it's always fun to have you guys around. And for what it's worth, I had a great freaking time. Did you have a good time, Andrew?
1: It's a boring conversation anyway. I bet it freaking was. Good night,
0: everybody. Good night.